I can go deeper <laughs> like this, and then I can cut is, this part is, out and even more and be Barry White. You just sound muffled at this point, like you're talking into a pillow. Can't get enough of your love, baby. <laughs> Are you singing into a pillow now? <laughs> yeah, almost. It sounds like it doesn't. Your it? love pillow? I don't have a love pillow. Great. <laughs> You crazy pillow biter. There's nothing wrong with being a pillow biter. No. <laughs> no, there's not. There's something wrong with being a cock biter. Yes. But not a cock sucker. <laughs> yep, because those are your friends. They're heroes. They're heroes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Utah Outcast for the 7th of September 2015. That's right, I said the 7th. We normally record this on a Sunday, and technically we are, but we do have a special guest interview that won't be dropped in. Well, you know, as you're listening to this, you'll be able to hear it, but uh, we won't be actually doing the legwork until tomorrow. And that special guest is none other than Carrie motherfucking Jackson. We all know who he is, especially if you're a person in Utah. And if you don't, you really get your fucking head out of your ass. And if you're one of those people that's like, I don't listen to the radio anymore, shut up. Shut up. Local radio is fucking important. There's a podcast of it. There's no (laughs) excuse. Shut up. Anyway, this is a Podhell Media's flagship podcast. When you get a second, come find us at podhell.com. While there, leave us a comment on the show post. Use the contact page on the site to let us know what's up. And if that's not your thing, send us an email via uo at podhell.com. Some of you motherfuckers have been getting pretty lazy about contacting me. I I used to get texts all the time and emails and shit. Maybe it's because I've ripped the the hate mail guy a new asshole. I don't know, but <laughs> get in touch with us. Um, and as always, you can always reach us via text or voicemail, 347-669-3377. And I tested it the other day, so it is working. Got no excuses. Um, but yeah, we all yeah. know that you guys will probably choose the indirect way uh, by going to Facebook or Twitter. That's uh, facebook.com slash Utah Outcast or at Utah Outcast on Twitter. And as we always say, we know that you listen mostly through iTunes, but if you get a minute, please give us a show rating. It really does help out. Uh, or go to the website, give us some comments. Let us know how we're doing, what we can change up, what's going on. And um, let's see. Let's go, go ahead and get to the panel. And first up, one of my co-hosts and movie critic for Watch, Play, Read, Kyle Steenblick. Hey, what's up? And then second up is the president of Atheists of Utah and noted fromage specialist, the one and only... Double X chromosome co-host Felicia Twizzle. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, you, you don't you don't have to say that president thing or nothing. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Shh, I am no. just a regular person, like all of you. I am a person like you, but <laughs> well, so many few, so many few times in your life where you get to claim authority on shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> you should. You could just use your presidential authority to go ahead and rename the office. You can now actually, make yourself yeah. the grand chancellor. I actually Ooh. can't. Uh, it's state law. Is that in the bylaws? Has to be a president. Uh, yep. Yep. Somebody's You can have a president, but be, make it a patsy and have somebody else be like the super, supreme vizier or something like that. 
Dub- the double overlord yeah. of all things atheist in Utah. <laughs> I am the Lord thy God of atheism in Utah. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll take goddess. Oh, let's see. I'll take no, goddess. Let's see. Sure. We'll, we'll make you uh, sure. what is what the what the hell is the the guy from Kolob's name? Oh yeah, Elohim. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm already the high priestess of wine and cheese. So there's that. There you go. Uh, was there a female version of Bacchus anywhere? I don't believe there sure was. No. Somebody's got to have a wine and cheese god out there, and we need to know who that is. <laughs> Please. So anyway, write in, text, send us an email, something. I know. Seriously, somebody's yelling at the podcast right now, and we're only in the minute or two of the beginning of it. Yeah. Like, so okay, go do this thing. Get in contact with us, <laughs> goddammit. You are still uh, the so, stoplight. We know it. And then there's me, your host, Exifer Reed. All my friends call me X. Seriously, I've I've been listening to a lot of other shows that have um, mentioned me every once in a while, and it's it's kind of nice, and I blush a little bit. But at the same time, they call me Chris. And I'm like, no, that's my slave name. No, don't call me that. No, I don't like that name. And I don't know if it's because it's the whole christ affer in the name. Maybe maybe that's part of it. I mean, it has nothing religious to do with it. My parents named me after a fucking Winnie the Pooh character. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't go by that either. X is better. Yeah, X, just X. It goes. It only works because I used to have another nickname that was that had an X at the beginning of it. So ah. it's a lot. It's a lot more metal too. Yeah, it's a lot more grown up than my old <laughs> handle that I used to go by. That got banned by Xbox, I think. Finally, <laughs> apparently they don't like your name being excrement. They don't. They just don't like that. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, uh, let's talk about what we've been up to for the week. Uh, do we have any events coming up here? Yeah, we do. Soon. So uh, we've mentioned it before, but this Saturday is the Hello Sweetie uh, open mic night benefiting. Uh, Forest motherfucking Shaw. Thank you. Sorry, I had a mind, mind blank. Uh, and that is at, where did I say? Club 90? Shit. Sorry, I don't actually have it on me. Um. Yeah, open. Oh, hello, sweetie. Open mic night. Benefiting for Shaw. Figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then at Sunnyside Park at 5 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, so a week uh, from when we're recording this on the 6th at the moment. So next Sunday on the 13th at 5 p.m. at Sunnyside Park in Salt Lake City, we're having the end of summer picnic. And that is a joint venture with the humanists. With the humanists of Utah, so that's kind of cool. Um, then I feel like I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, we've got the celebrity bartender night with J.M. Bell on the. Is that the twenty second? It's a Tuesday. Tuesday the fifteenth, I believe. If if he's oh, I believe it is the fifteenth. That's right, because it's following. Yeah, it's the 15th. We got the celebrity uh, bartending at Piper Down with uh, J.M. Bell. And that's for Restore Our Humanity. Uh, If anyone doesn't know who Restore Our Humanity is, they were actually the ones who uh, helped those couples and they they support those couples in the lawsuit against the state for gay marriage. So, uh, yeah, they they fought for gay marriage in this state. So, Restore Our Humanity. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do we have we have lots to talk about with that this week? Yeah, yeah, we do. And uh, so restore our humanity. You know, they're still doing a lot of good work in the state. They're still working very, very hard. Um, there, there's a lot they can do. And uh, our our own Sarah Kramer from the Board of Atheists of Utah. Uh, she's actually vice president now. 
uh, she is actually on the board for Restore Our Humanity as well. So uh, we should go out and support them because they're great people and they do great things. Indeed. Um, and then and then on the nineteenth, I believe. So this what that Friday. Yeah, it would be actually no that Saturday. The 19th of September, there is the Provo Pride. Yes. Yep. 19th of September, there's a Provo Pride. So this, the, the ne- <laughs> from the 12th to the 19th, there is shit going on. If you feel like there's you need to get out, on. there is things to do. Uh, yeah, we've got, we've got all sorts of things. Um, not just we, but like, you know, just stuff going on. Uh, then on... Saturday, October 24th, and yeah, I'm announcing this now early, but I want to everyone, get everyone geared up for it. Uh, Atheists of Utah is changing how we're doing our quarterly parties. We've gotten too big to host it at people's houses, so we're now hosting it uh, at venues. And the, and the Halloween party on Saturday the 24th at 8 p.m. is going to be at Piper Down. Uh, right now... Uh, they're 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 giving us just the most incredible deal on this room, you guys. Uh, wow. Yeah. No, it, it's uh, it's really really amazing. We want to get everyone out there that we can. Uh, they're providing karaoke for us, no cost. Uh, it's it's kind of unbelievable. So we're getting the whole back room. Um, members get in free, and they get a plus one if you have a household membership. You get plus yeah. two. So you can bring two friends. Uh, it is a 21 and over since it's at Piper Down in Salt Lake City off State Street. Uh, that's It is a bar, so you have to be over 21. Uh, but uh, members get in free. It's uh, $15 at the door if you're not a member. But you might as well just sign up and get your membership at the door. Because you mm-hmm. get five raffle tickets if you do that. Um, and you all- Are they going to... Are they still going to allow us to do Bucket of Booze? And we're doing Bucket of Booze. Yeah. Obviously, we can't drink it there, uh, but they are allowing us to do the Bucket of Booze. So you bring a bottle or a bottle of wine or liquor or or a six-pack. So it's not a bottle of beer. Bottle of beer doesn't qualify. Six-pack of beer, a bottle of wine or liquor, and you uh, get a raffle ticket to the, bu- the Bucket of Booze. You buy your membership or you sustain your membership. You get another five tickets, and you can purchase uh, a ticket for five dollars. So, yeah, I'm, it's going. It's a great cause. Yeah, it's and it does. It goes to a great cause. It goes to support uh, the atheists of Utah and the community and the good without God and, and 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 all the things that we're really really working hard towards. So yeah, we're really really excited about the Halloween party because uh, yeah, just it's it's an incredible deal, uh, and and now nobody has to donate their house and we really appreciate anyone who has donated their house in the past but that's a <laughs> lot to put on a member you know what i mean and that they're not able to really enjoy themselves no, either because they're constantly worried yeah they're hosting a party and they're watching out for all our drunk asses so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no we're really we're really excited it's gonna be a good time uh, oh, and there's a costume contest, of course since this is a halloween party and all uh, there is a first place uh, first place award for best costume, as one would expect, and there's a first place award for most blasphemous costume. So get creative. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the guy come that comes in as Jesus fucking Christ. That would that would that that might do it. The, <laughs> the two guys. Yep. <laughs> so going human centipede style. That'd be oh. funny. 
I don't I don't know if that would technically count. It's pretty blasphemous though, isn't it's it? Terrible. Yeah, it is. It's really blasphemous. <laughs> so yeah, we got some really cool stuff. I'm gonna talk about the Halloween party like you wouldn't believe, so Yep, we got plenty of time till it gets here. Yep. So get off your asses and get ready. I mean, just save a couple of bucks. I mean, and I hate to, to keep bringing it back to it, but that bucket of booze It's amazing. Get as many tickets as you possibly can. Yeah. Because I'm, I really, we're talking $400, $500 worth of booze. I really want, I really need somebody to go with me because <laughs> as a board member, I can't win it. <laughs> so. well, and we, one, our very own Rhett Facer won the last Yeah, one. but he was on the board at the time. No, oh. but still, it was a lot. It's a of lot of booze. And this wasn't even a quarterly party. This was just a you know zombie Jesus party. Yeah, my you know? fella, he went to the he went to the solstice party, and he saw that bucket of booze. That's like all he talks about now. And he's like, oh, and the atheists <laughs> they do the bucket of booze. And let me tell you about the bucket of booze. Like he was just like, I want it so much. Man, that's worth joining just for that, just for a chance. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty damn fantastic. I, yeah, the bucket of booze so, is worth it, but it's but even beyond that, man, it's a good time and it's good people and you know, and nobody has to worry about cleanup anymore. We're gonna have the bar. We're gonna be able to relax and all enjoy ourselves. It's gonna be a really well, good time. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Piper Down does food as well, don't they? They do, in they fact, do. do food. And so we don't have to worry about Little Caesars pizzas no, anymore. No more Little Caesars food. pizzas. We're done. Yeah. With that. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I'm, I'm not hating because I mean free pizza is fucking free pizza, but right. But well, no. We but I, if, if I'm at a, if we're at a place called Piper Down, I I I, th I think I've heard that they have a fucking amazing shepherd's pie. They do. Yep. So there you go, shepherd's pie and the fucking black and tan. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's pretty great stuff. We're we're really excited about it. Well, you know they're gonna make an ass load of money off of the bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of why we're getting such a really good deal. Uh. Like, Atheist? Okay. Like, <laughs> like free. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Piper Down is really, really taking care of us for this one. So, yeah. you guys come out and support. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a big deal. Uh, we we have the room now to support everyone, and, and you know we're gonna we're all gonna be there to have a good time and wear a costume. Come on, it's awesome. Indeed. So, does anybody have anything they want to talk about from this week? I mean, it's been really busy and crazy. I mean, fuck, my youngest started preschool this week, which has been a... I cried my eyes out dropping them off. Mm. It's not because of, like, a, you know, oh, my God, I miss them so much. It's like, man, those are those are my kids. That's, like, the youngest generation, and now i got to hand them off to somebody else. But I don't want to harp on that. Um, I think it was the day... Before that, I dropped off at preschool. I was having a conversation over at the my wife's grandparents' house, and uh, she had gotten into a conversation about checking ancestry and everything. And most of the people here in Utah, we know that the church ran like uh, genealogy sites are there specifically so they can get a list of people to do ordinances for. I mean, at least I think that's common knowledge for a lot of people. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they. I, I mean, they. Because I felt like there was something not trustworthy about it, and now you just confirmed it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if they find one member, they assume, okay, yeah, we can go ahead and do everybody. Ah, I see. But uh, the she was going over this, and I started talking to her about it. I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure what you guys have for beliefs or anything like that, but I'm just giving you guys a heads up about ancestry sites, especially ones by the church. 
And so she's like, and she laid into me like immediately. She's like, how can you possibly, I know that your belief is a non-belief. And I was just like, okay, there's fallacy number one right there. And just kept going on to, into like all of the different logical fallacies that, you know, I, if it was anybody else, I would have ripped them into ribbons about this kind of stuff. Right. But it's one of your kids caregivers and somebody that you, you respect and admire quite a bit. And they're like giving you a hard fucking time for your beliefs. And it's just like, well, you know, I, I don't want to get into it too much. And, you know, she's like, well, how can you believe that all of this came from nothing and nothing guided this and created it? And I'm like, well, if you believe something created it, then what created that? And blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's just like, that's just a, that's a fallacy. That's another one. That's not right. That doesn't make sense. And just, I kept going and she's like, well, I just can't see how someone with your intellect, your mind thinks that you weren't given it by somebody else. And I'm like, okay, there's a fucking insult. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> why, why do you have to assume that? I... And she's, she, pretty much told me to my face that she's like, I'm afraid that your kids, when they go to school, that they're going to have problems with other kids saying that, you know, oh, your kids don't believe, this kid doesn't believe in God. No, 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 no. Fine. You know what? They they will run into that here in Utah. Yeah, they're going to. And you're going to be able to guide them and be a support system for them and say, yeah, but you don't have to taunt anyone for believing in God. You, you're, I mean, that there's a, there's a difference between taunting and criticism and yep. we don't have to we don't have to meet them on their level and who cares what they say fuck kids get taunted for all sorts of things mm-hmm. so it doesn't oh, matter yeah. if it's like I, the, those people who are like well i don't want my kid to get made fun of i'm like oh well you need to shut that that is not a good reason for anything because your kid's yeah. going to get made fun of no. well and just it started this whole like cycle a bad feeling because I mean, I really wanted to have a discussion with somebody, but they wanted a 10 minute crib note version of a two hour discussion. Yeah. I mean, and for a lot of people listening to this, please let me know how you guys think about this. You at pothill.com. But we don't come to our atheism as a, uh, I can't say for everybody, but for me, it wasn't a uh, null preposition. It wasn't what was automatically there. I, I wasn't given the option of being brought up a secular person. Right. I think I've told the story before. I'm, I was a Southern Baptist kid, moved here to Utah. Family kind of fell away from church and everything, but both my parents still believe. And um, it took a lot of fucking looking stuff up, learning on my own, figuring out how uh, philosophy works, how logic works, all of this stuff, and coming to the realization, you know, wow, I had a lot of deep programming that I had to do. Yeah. Um, and so thankfully I'm giving my kids that chance the growing up that they don't have to believe in this stuff. And and I told the grandparents, I'm like, look, I don't know what you may think of what I'm teaching my kids, but I'm not teaching them to believe blindly what I believe. Right. I'm teaching them how to think, how to come to the conclusions on their own things. If they ask me a question, I'm going to tell them straight up what I believe, what the answers are. Well, and you know, I, I want to make a, a point here. Um, I heard recently, and and I was actually shocked by this, but apparently there's some atheists who don't feel like you should be teaching like young children, um, like evolution and stuff. Uh, nope, like, that's wrong. Obje- yeah, <laughs> I absolutely you should be teaching evolution because there are objective truths. There are objective truths, and that's not indoctrination. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, and, and you know, I know, I know that 
many of us feel very strongly about evolution and it, it inspires a sense of awe and wonder in us. Uh, but the thing is that this is this is objectively true. Uh, this isn't mm -hmm. this isn't faith based. This isn't like religion where certain people are. Well, it's true because I feel it. This isn't evolution doesn't give a shit if you believe in it. And, and I think that as as uh, non-believers and as secularists and, and as atheists, if you know, if that's what you are, uh, we should be. We, we, we should be encouraging young people to look into objective truths. And at least that's what I've done with children who've been in my life. I openly and freely talk about evolution. I, I do in my daily life anyway, but. Uh, well, the, it came to me and they were talking about um, my, my grand, my wife's grandmother does a lot of gardening. And so she was talking about how, look at this seed. Look, how can this, how does a seed know to become what it becomes? It, and, it doesn't grow. You know, and uh, how did DNA. this just come in? How did this just come into being? And I'm just like, okay, there's DNA, there's, oh, well, there's evolution very, very, over because plants were here before, like most animals were, and uh, just like there's th what three to four, three and a half months of class in biology yeah. 101 that doesn't even yeah. <laughs> completely cover this subject, but gives you a fair concept of what's going on, and you expect me to just be able to answer that right here in ten minutes? That's not going to happen. Well, I, I just hate it when it comes down to a discussion of, you know, well, you believe nothing. I believe a wizard did it. <laughs> well, my like, favorite oh. is, well, you have faith in your lack of faith. You have faith in Oh, I hate that. And it's like, no, I don't. I really... And I really wanted to go the like, yeah, I have a belief in something like that, like off is my channel preference for television or, you know, bald is a hair, hair color. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I know. Nope. Nope, no faith. Uh, I just, it just—it was just really annoying because I couldn't lash out the way that I would want to. Right. Because it's somebody I do care about, and I—I I care about how they feel and everything. And at the same time, it's—they were like, no, but they don't. Well, the, your kids keep asking, you know, where does this come from? Where does that come from? And you tell them stuff about, you know, how the planets accretion uh, accreted from coming from dust <laughs> and space, and where did the dust come from? I'm like, other stars exploding. Well, where did those other stars come from? Uh, heavier elements convalescing together, and when the universe was began, you're like, well, what created the universe? I don't and then, know. I, then I finally said, yeah, I finally said, I said, there's nothing wrong with answering, I don't know. Yeah. What the problem is is when you assert that you, you know what it is. Your preferential answer because that makes you feel best, or that's the one you grew up with, or whatever, whatever reason you don't have an answer to this, so you insert your favorite one and they're like well you're just as much of a creationist as we are and i'm like oh god man. i hate that uh, oh, no the, the, no the best, because the best way i found shows up whatever answer ends up being the right one is the correct one i have no preference in this my preference doesn't matter would i love it, it to have been wizards and that magic is real yes but guess what that's probably not how it's going to turn out Mm -hmm. No, it's not. But that would piss me off because it would probably turn out that I wasn't a wizard. And then it would just <laughs> piss me off that there are other people who are. No, 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 no. no. According to all and this are, is... mortals can become magic. They just have to learn it. And, and this is the I problem. Would with... So hard. And I, I was being as respectful as I possibly could because these people that have been around, I mean, her grandfather has been literally in like three different wars. 
So I, I respect the guy like more than more than most people on this planet. And I'm not saying you have to have have gone to war for me to respect you. But for some guy that served his country as much as this guy did, he fucking deserves my respect. And so I don't want to come into his house and have an argument with his wife. And his, his the grandmother is a really fucking smart person. Like, well, like many, unbelievably many smart. I've met many believers who are very smart, kind, wonderful people. I, I'm not one of those atheists who say that they're gullible or stupid. I, yeah. I can't do that. But for me, I, I kind of had to couch it a little bit. And man, I sorry. I, I really railed into you guys in the chat room the other day about it because <laughs> I was just I was feeling all sorts of weird emotions about it. Like, it was literally the morning after we had done the show with Dan. So I was, like, riding Cloud Nine. I'm like, yay, that was a good time. Yay. And then that was a good, was a fun time. We had a good time. But I, I have to realize that at the same time that both of them are in the twilight of their life. Right. And maybe they're, they're seeking some sort of solace in this. And that might be kind of a bit pedantic and kind of rude to say that. But they're never going to listen to this. So I'm not really worried about it. But at the same time, they have to realize that something that makes you feel better... It, it, your your kind of panacea for whatever's ailing you is not everybody else's right and it, it just it's it just floors me because the last couple of days i've come over i've noticed like a new sticker on their car and they even put one on their front room window this is before i had this discussion with them but they have like the whole in god we trust our nation's motto ah nice mm. which is a good segue into talking about uh what's going on i have a KSL news item like KSL finally caught up on it so that's how I'm relating it to Utah news so this is going to fit into light news here uh, there are uh, police cars with the in God we trust decals mm-hmm. and they're drawing complaints yeah, imagine as that as they should but the dateline from this is from Dallas so haha it's not really Utah but it's KSL so yeah because it, uh, it, it finally just popped up in Dallas so now that it but it, it has I, been spreading yeah. from and it's going to be here before we know it. And it, it just really bothers me that uh, they're they're talking about, we put these on the cars because of all the police officers that have been shot in the last couple of months. And it's like, What's you know, that rate, yeah, that rate has gone down since last year, right? I don't you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about you, but that just, that just absolutely rings of bullshit. And it's also when they, when they talk about this whole, it's all because of the, the cops that got shot. It just reminds me of the all live all lives matter assholes. Right. Well, that it, that, just, it doesn't that doesn't even that doesn't even logically make the slightest amount of sense. How does putting that sticker on a police car do anything for for those who are shot? Does it? I, I maybe if it were like the uh, the, the the black ribbon that. The, that around your badge yeah. kind of thing yeah i mean that's one thing you know the shows that you're obviously obviously in mourning something's going on mm-hmm. right of course but but in god we trust i just don't understand how that applies at all and even even in the slightest aspect well it's like okay what's to keep them from putting other companies mottos on the back of their car right you know <laughs> i mean what, what let's we, see yeah, let's, a, uh, let's see police cars up? driving around with by men and on the back <laughs> Or I just can't wait to see the police car with a fucking Ragnar sticker on it. Yes. <laughs> be like, yep, don't run away from this guy. <laughs> he'll come after you. <laughs> he may not be fast, but he'll he'll make you'll be tired before he's He'll be very up. tired. Or let's see, uh what, what was the Dairy Queen slogan used to be? We treat you right. 
<laughs> Actually, I would I wouldn't mind that on a Belize card. Be like, hey, yeah, I'd be like oh, hey, that's a pretty you. yeah, that's pretty good. That makes I me promise, feel a little I promise more I won't secure. kill you. <laughs> I shouldn't be police. so afraid of police officers as I am. Well, I'm, I, I'm not afraid of them per se, but I've learned that they have over the last, <clears throat> I don't know how many years I could say, at least over the last 80 years, they have distanced themselves from being normal citizens. Right. They place, they place themselves as a second, a, a higher class of citizen than we do. And I know people are listening right now. They might not agree with that, but let's just see how quickly police react when an officer is shot as compared to a normal person or how much news coverage there is from a cop being shot as opposed to some other person, you know, namely a African-American person. Right. So they talk about in this news article about 10 or 13 shootings that have happened in the last month. I'm like, that's great. There's been 170 police killings. Yes. (laughs) Factor of 10 there, people. That's quite a bit more than your guys. Now, like I would, here's the thing. I'm, I'm one of those people who believe that most people are going to make ethical decisions most of the time. Um, I don't think I, I would. Uh, I don't want to be like. Come on, you've been to some of the you've been to some of the drinking parties. <laughs> some people don't make ethical choices. Okay, good point. Uh, because we don't have morals. Because you know we don't believe in God. Right, right. Well, I mean, after you eat a baby. Yeah, you know, the, the slope is already pretty damn greased up at that point. <laughs> no. Uh, I... Goodbye, guys. Have a good show. <laughs> greased up deaf guy running by there. <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I think that I, I don't want to be one of those people who are like, 99% of those shootings were justified. I think that there is actually a problem with police officers acting outside of Uh, what could be considered ethical. I think that we have a police force that is not trained in in, in de-escalation. I think (laughs) that we have a culture of violence here in this country. And um, so I, you know, I don't want to say that like 99% of those are justified, especially because come on, that's a lot of shootings. By by law, they are justified. By law, yes. But was there... Was there I think some guy, some guy reaching to scratch his ass when a cop has got him like is questioning him is not a reason for you to pull your gun and shoot the dude. No. So, uh, but at that same time, I, I'm sure that uh, most of them were the best that these people, that the, the cops could work with in that at that moment with what the with the tools they had available. Does that make sense? Well, and at the same time, I I believe that. But at the same time, like the dude that got shot last year for having a snow for getting hit, like attacking the guy with a snow shovel. Yeah. Yeah. The cop was going to get his ass beat. You know, that was that was probably going to happen because the way he fell off the porch and everything. I don't think the prospect of getting your ass beat is enough to kill somebody. Well, I don't know. You can kill somebody with a snow shovel, dude. I'm not. I, I understand that. But at the same time. You need to meet force with force. Like, okay, the guy has a, a snow shovel and he's going to hit you with it. You carry mace, a baton, a taser, and a handgun. Yeah. 
Oh, let's not also forget your fucking mag light that is like a four D cell battery fucking mag light that weighs probably fifteen pounds. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm in, with in you. That, in that particular that particular situation, that one that one bugs me uh, quite a bit because first off, why and the, the camera stops magically? The, well, it stopped because it, it got hit with a snow shovel and the guy fell off the porch. But what? Yeah, it, it did. The the camera broke. Um, but the thing that bugged me about that one is why the hell, why the hell did that the officer get within striking distance of somebody yeah. with a snow shovel? That that just that that boggled my mind. That and Pretty it didn't. The guy when when I was watching the video, you can tell the guy is getting more and more agitated. And as yeah. this guy is getting more and more agitated, I would have backed the, away. The officer is getting closer to him. Okay, and the so guy did not swing the shovel the at him until the cop. Yeah, the, the cop reached out to him. The cop touched him Ooh. and he got hit with a snow shovel. I, and then, I, bang, sorry, did I, power, did I tell dead. you guys about the old man who freaked me out? Yeah. My, yeah. So I'm sorry, but unwelcome touching. Yeah, that will make a person lash out. It freaks you the yeah. fuck out. Mm-hmm. Well, any anytime anybody Especially gets within so my personal space. I get kind of weirded out. I mean, besides kids and wife and all that stuff, but in like anybody in the real world that gets a little bit too close to me, I'm like, well, see, I'm, I'm actually a very friendly person and, um, I'm, I'm very welcome to quite a bit of, uh, of friendly touching. I'm not, I don't, I mean, touching. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I've been known to do the, okay. I don't know if it's just because we're cheese people and, what it is, but we all like hug each other and we do that. Hello, darling, like on the cheek and shit. <laughs> yeah, that actually happens like super European. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea that that's what happened in that cheese island. Yeah, <laughs> but there's a which makes me what, what part of the store can I go to to get a rusty trombone? Oh, no, for hell's sake. <laughs> That's, kiss that's, on the cheek. that's the meat on, department. Guys. Are you that's the meat department for real. <laughs> uh, but there's there's a very real di- uh, like uh, I've had. I need about nine inches of bra. I've had plenty of customers uh, like touch my shoulder and be like, "Well, thank you for your help." And it's not creepy. <laughs> and mm, it's- that's never that's never entered my radar for like uh, it's okay to touch somebody else. It must be a millennial thing. Because the older generations seem to be a lot more okay with it. Well, uh, yeah. Well, actually, America, our, our culture, uh, touches far less than other cultures. Uh, and there are some studies to indicate that that actually uh, adds to the increased sense of loneliness and unhappiness that we experience in our culture. Other cultures, like, people just touch each other. Not creepily. Not grab you. Not accost you. But, like, just touch each other. You know. People, friends kiss each other on the cheek. They embrace freely. Uh, people walk up to you and will just touch you on the shoulder. And all of those things I'm actually quite comfortable with. Uh, and I, and I, I really have no problem with it. Uh, it's, I, I, I don't like it when somebody comes at me aggressively. But like squirrel taps and tune in Tokyos and purple nurples are just completely out of the question. The table. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think. Like in countries where it's acceptable for male friends to hold hands, 
Uh, it, I don't even think that would pass. <laughs> you know, it still makes me laugh to see George Bush holding the hand of the Saudi princes. I still laugh every time <laughs> I see those pictures. That's that's normal there, though. That's, are, that's I know, are we, but are we sure? Yes. <laughs> I know yes, everybody. Hey, I know everybody says it is, but are we sure? Yes, I am sure. No, people. Okay, we don't touch in this country. But the rest of the world thinks we're fucking insane for that. And the they also rest think we shower too much. on the planet would think we're insane for that if they could understand, you know, multicultural concepts. They, they would think we were insane for that. We're, we are the weird apes in America, okay? We're the weird <laughs> monkeys who are like, ew, don't touch me. That's not normal to the rest of the monkeys on the planet. Look forward to the new podcast on Pothill.com, The Weird Apes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that also our show? Like, isn't that just our show? Yeah. <laughs> the three of us poop flinging games. monkeys on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't know where I went off with that one. Tangent. Woo! Red wine. No, so, yeah, we were talking KSL and cops putting fucking dumbass decals on their car. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, we, we got off on the tangent. I would really appreciate it if it was, we'll treat you right. <laughs> and cops treating yeah. people right we were like we were like oh yeah that would be really nice so i think the the last little bit of the the uh lightness that we're going to talk about here is about conservative christians pointing fingers at atheists to cover growing corruption in church <sighs> it's our fault how is it our <laughs> fault we so, stay the uh, fuck I'm, out of those places man like i'm sure i'm sure you've heard bill o'reilly talking this last week about how all of america's mass shootings and uh, killings have been blamed on atheism. Which is just a lie. It's 100% yeah, lying. And I no know he's lying. No truth to it whatsoever. But all he's doing is just lighting a fire under his base, mm-hmm. which is causing them to go, yeah, you know what? That's true. I bet you they weren't true Christians. They were probably atheists. Yeah, because... Yeah. He's he's playing he's playing to his audience. That's what he does. It's like those people. Have you ever talked to somebody who you're like, no, I totally believed in God. And they're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, that you couldn't. Possibly, you couldn't yeah, possibly because if you've ever believed in God, you could not not believe in God. And it's just like, oh, man, come on, like. Anyway. Just as a just it's as a fun that same shit. They're like they had to have been atheists. They couldn't have believed in God. As we're talking no true Scotsman fallacy here, I, I kind of had to make a joke because the uh, the people at uh, Godless Beer Aficionados, go find them, uh, we were talking about somehow making logical fallacies into the beer tasting realm, and we have the, the, the no true hopsman fallacy. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody who is known to like IPAs talks about how this one was just too bitter for them, and everybody's like, oh, well, you just must not like hops at all. You just might not think it's not bitter. You just, you can't handle bitter. Some so. people genetically can't taste certain bitters that uh, over others. And so some, some beers some, yeah. will genuinely be more bitter for them. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't do coriander or um, the hell's the the spice the cilantro. Oh God, I love cilantro. It tastes like, like soap. I, I would you, be damn near blowing people for cilantro. I love you, cilantro. Tastes like soap. Tastes poor, like soap. Poor, That's genetic. Poor, poor bastard, yeah, so Chris. I can't have banh mi sandwiches. I can't have. Uh, I can't have. Um, 
Let's see. I went to Slackwater Pizza in Ogden, and they usually throw a whole bunch of cilantro on the top of their pizzas after they serve to you. And I'm like, oh, this tastes terrible. I can't eat this. I love cilantro. <laughs> oh, the smell of it. it, everything about it. Um, and what's really sad is that one of my favorite styles of beer is a Belgian white, but mm-hmm. most of those are flavored with, with uh, coriander. Mm-hmm. And so, see, I love coriander too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do. Uh, I've done the the tests, the genetic tests with the paper for the bitters, right? Yeah. And I taste all the ranges of bitters. Oh, yeah. So IPAs are absolutely not an option for me. Really? No, I can't handle them. They are way too bitter. It's just I. I get no other flavors but bitters from them. See, and I get, I have an IPA and I think it tastes like candy. I think it's fucking delicious. It's so good. But that's what, so when somebody, like, so when somebody says that they like IPAs, but this one was too bitter, they're probably just pulling out, uh, in the other IPAs, they didn't have that range of bitters that they could taste, but this one did have that range of bitters that they could taste. And so, yeah, it's, it's the no true hopsman fallacy. The no true hopsman. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody can love IPAs except this IPA. <laughs> For me. So not. back back to the uh, the topic at hand. <laughs> we have a lot of other conservative Christians like Sarah Palin saying that the you know the logical result of atheism, a result that we have seen right in front of our eyes, is one of the world's oldest and proudest nations. She really did, she did not. not fucking she say. did not say we are one of the world's <laughs> oldest and proudest nations. Oh, my God. You realize that China's been a country for a lot longer than us. She, she didn't. No, 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 no. You were telling me. This right is the lady that sees oh, Russia that from her court. Sorry. You were telling me right now that was a quote. That was a quote. <gasps> oh, my fella's going to hear about that one. So as a result, <laughs> it, dot, dot, dot. I'm doing an ellipsis here, so I don't have to repeat the quote. As a result is severe moral decay. You know, society's gotten better. I think we've gone over this with the Boyd Packer thing that we were talking about. Yeah, the world is actually better. <laughs> so in her worldview, the growth of secularism means that the growth of moral bankruptcy is on the rise. Well, according to them, yes. Uh, yeah, actually. According to them, yes. Yeah. Moral according to us, no, we're like, no. dude, the world's getting better. Yeah, but- There's a new iPhone coming out in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> the quality of life is so much higher than it has ever been, ever. And so, you know, for people who care about consequential ethics and quality of life and and uh, happiness for the individual subjective morals, (laughs) you know, that's all the things religion promises for those of us who actually give a shit about it. We can look at it and go, hmm, maybe there's some things going on that are right. Just I'll knife fight any motherfucker that talks about objective morality. I fucking hate that topic. Um, I, I. Oh. Are oh, we gonna have a knife fight? No, <laughs> I talked about this on the radio on Radio from Hell. I talked about this. On- <laughs> nice. Uh, I have heard that there is such a thing as objective morality. It's never religious. Religious morality is never an acceptable acceptable See? ethical uh, stance. Simply because it is so absolute, it does not account for consequences and therefore cannot be adapted to the situation. Uh, religious morality is always a flawed ethical system. But I have but for me, I can't see any system where you have an absolute. And that's what objective morality states to me is that like it is wrong at all times to kill somebody. No, 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 no. And that, that's jumping to the deep end of the pool, of course. I no, mean. yeah. Uh on a deeper level, ethics-wise, objective morality, objective ethics are that uh, 
things can be reached. Uh, the the ethical uh, uh, the ethical course can be reached objectively, meaning that based on evidence and available information, ev that we could objectively through reason and research and evidence find the correct moral answer to everything. I have not been convinced of that. Yeah. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah, I have not been convinced of objective no. morality. But when, uh, but if we talk objective morality, uh, I never, ever, ever, ever will agree with religious morality. That's always bullshit. And let's see. I mean, I can keep going with this topic of conversation we have here, especially how we have um, scandals in Christianity where it kind of shows that, you know, you're fucking off your rocker when it comes to this stuff. We have, against the Bible. Just we have the Planned Parenthood people that, you know, the anti-Planned Parenthood people. I can't remember their name, and I'm not going to give their name because they don't deserve any fucking yeah, airplay. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, forensic experts found that there were 42 splices, including in the unedited videos for yeah. them. So you just added fodder oh, for the right oh, wing. I and it doesn't even have to be true. We've learned this from Newt Gingrich. It doesn't have to be true. true. Just repeat it enough. <laughs> yes. And people will make it their truth. This is true. Yep. Good old Newt Gingrich. Um, yeah. No. they. I mean, we had John Oliver launch Our Lady of Perpetual Exemption. <laughs> God, that was brilliant. Oh, Fucking God. hilarious. My God. Did you guys <laughs> ever call his phone number that he had for his church? No, no not, not yet. Number. But I, I am definitely... As soon as I am able, sending money. <laughs> I well, called the phone I... number. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. He basically just yells at you to give him money. Give mm -hmm. me money! Give 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 me money. Before you call them and give your money, you better be current with your fucking like donation for Atheists of Utah. Yeah. <laughs> you better be a member, goddammit. We need the support. We're a growing thing. Uh, and remember, we've got our gala coming up in a few months. And I think you said something, and I don't know how true it is. So this is just me speculating here. This is not coming from the board. But I heard there's going to be some atheist panties soon. Atheist mm -hmm. paintings? Panties. Panties. Oh. Pantalones. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. I will. I don't know. I don't know if you can fit atheists on a banana hammock. But I would definitely. <laughs> and that's as good a place of an any for us to go to a break here. We're going to go refresh our drinks, go pee, and we're, you're going to listen to a commercial for a second, but we'll be right back. Do you keep your doubts about religion to yourself? Do you have questions about God that you never ask? We have a better way. American Atheist offers a diverse community for people exploring reality religion free. American Atheists is leading the charge for equality and the separation of religion and government. Join the most vibrant atheist community in the country. Your voice matters because equality matters. Okay, so as much as we don't want to talk about this fucking lady, we have to come back from break and we have to talk about Kim motherfucking Davis. <sighs> and the only reason I'm bringing her up is not because of the the fact that she hasn't done her job for let's see since June June July August most most August so almost four months of her not doing her job mm -hmm. not just for gay people which she should be fucking doing and her clerks should be doing but it's also for like straight people too 
She's not been doing any marriages. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she's she's defying in the name of God. Right. So uh, most people have probably, especially if you're listening to this, you're up on the news. You know that she's been jailed. She hasn't been fined anything because the fines would come out of the state government, not the not out of her own pocket mm -hmm. or from donations. Yeah, they come from donations, which I'm really happy that GoFundMe finally decided to have a morals clause. Mm -hmm. Like in the and they're like raising money for this kind of thing. But the reason I bring her up is because everybody on the right, and I mean literally everybody, is talking about her like she is some sort of patron saint. Like she is the new Martin Luther King of religious people. Okay. Oh, just it's just it's all it's yeah. all just it's all so stupid. Sorry. You know, okay, Martin Luther King might not have been best friends with gay people, but, you know, at least he was trying to get some sort of equality in this country. I, did he actively preach against, like, like treating gay people shitty? Did he advocate for that? I'm not I'm sure that I've ever heard. No, and, and as I'm sure as some sort of person that was trying to have some sort of a, uh, and I'm fucking completely equivocating because I haven't looked it up. As somebody who has been trying to get equality for a number of years when Martin Luther King was still alive, I don't think he would have had the gall to say, you know what, all of us black people should have the same rights as white people, but fuck them gays, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm certain that he was not fond of homosexuality. I would not be surprised by that, but... Um, but he wouldn't actively be, you know, trying to set up legislation against them. Right. The, here's the here's the thing with the Kim Davis thing. Um, I can understand that she believes putting her signature on these is condoning the marriage. I can understand where she's coming from in that. But that's not her fucking job. Her job is not to approve of the marriages. It is just to certify that they're legal. That's part of her job is married is that these two people can legally marry. And she's confirming that. That's all she's doing. That is the oath that she swore. And Kyle and I, we're not going to specifically give you the definitions here, but I know that going into my job, I had to give an oath of office. Mm -hmm. I've, I've sworn one myself. Yep. Which is you defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and swear to withhold, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, blah. Yeah. You I, know, I signed the same thing. When the It is that you will do what the law of the land says that you should do as you enter this office. Right. Not what you want to do, what, uh, but what the what the federal law says, what the Constitution now, says. Now I understand. Um, and for for the life of me, it really bugs the shit out of me because I'm I'm a member of like I, as I'm starting to do the whole Dan Ellis thing, and I'm like adding myself to any fucking atheist, secular, <laughs> uh, ex Mormon group out there on Facebook because I like getting all the news items. I like hearing from all these mm -hmm. people. But I started seeing people like, oh, well, I guess the gays are starting to be bullies now themselves, and it's no. like. Wait, what? What? No, 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 no. First like, all, look here, dude. They they are trying to get married in an office. Well, they should have driven somewhere else. No, fuck that. They should be able to go wherever they want. It's the well, law. They, the law of the land it, it that was, they should get, on, be able to get married at their local courthouse. They have every it, right. And it is a civil and, right that is being denied them. And some by this people lady. don't have the option to travel elsewhere. And it's I mean, fuck not all that, our decision but the, the, to decide whether or not these people are worthy of getting married. I'm sorry, but that's not actually the law. The law doesn't say that you get to decide who is worthy of being married, because if that was the case, then I would have been denied. 
I just hate these apologists well, for, that, for religious assets. Yeah, and even yes, even yeah. all that, all that should be beside the point. What I what I haven't been able to find is in all that time, did she ever actually, according because she could, according to Kentucky law, as I understand it, request a specific religious accommodation that her name not be her signature and her name not be on the marriage certificate. No. I think it's the actual clerk and not one of the deputies. Her name has to be on there. Yeah, she's she's the right. city clerk. Well, she, I mean, she's yeah, in for I know, that, for I, know that I know that is I know that's what their what the current law is. Oh, okay. But I, I well, do I mean, know like they, here, they, here specifically in Utah does we have, have they do have one of those uh religious freedom exemption. laws. Yeah. Where she could uh legally request a specific exemption. I mean, granted they would have to go through the the, the procedures to approve it, but they have the avenues to do that. Did she do that? Did she make that request or did she just say, nope, not going to do it? I honestly don't know. Yeah. She and I haven't been able to find that answer either. I haven't, I haven't either. Yeah. From what I understand that she just straight up denied. Um, but that doesn't matter. She doesn't get a religious exemption. She's serving a public office. Right. No. And, and, and she's the, gone the courts... so far as to ban all of her staff. From mm-hmm. do, from issuing these licenses, even the one there was one person who was ambiguous who didn't give a shit, and mm-hmm. there was another person who supported the rights of gay people. Uh, the rest of her staff said that they were on her side. Yeah, one so including her own son. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but there were two people who would have been available to sign these certificates, and she banned them from doing it. She gave them direct orders to not do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she could fire them. She has the power to fire them if they don't comply. So threat of losing my job? I don't know. Especially yeah. in a place like Kentucky. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to speak like saying that, you know, Kentucky's backwoods and country and everything like that because I have a lot of good friends that live out that way. But at the same time, I can only imagine it's as hard as everywhere else to get that kind of work. I'm telling you right now, uh, I'd be afraid to lose my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, and the thing is that, uh, as much as I believe in gay rights, as much as I support them, if I was in their position, I would probably. Have- I'd probably end up losing my job. Huh? <laughs> I, I probably would end up losing my job because I wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut. Oh, I wouldn't keep my mouth shut. Let's be well, clear. I mean- but I probably wouldn't sign those certificates and I would say, no, it's absolutely her fault. She has no right to say this. And I'd probably testify against her in court because I'd every have every right to do that. Um, but as far as protecting my job, the thing is that I, I'm somebody who doesn't make a lot of money. I, I don't have any savings. I don't. I, I'm I'm slowly digging my way out of a financial hole. I really am. Um, and I'm working on getting a savings together and, and building for a future. But the thing is, right now, I don't. And if I was in my position right now and my job was threatened, uh, if, if I worked for the public government, uh the the company I work for right now that's not a real threat. Uh, and if the company I work for now said I couldn't serve gay people, there are several other options for me uh, to start looking. But I would probably have to comply because I mm-hmm. I I do have to look out for myself too. I do. No, it, it and looks I can like be vocal it. in my opposition. I can be vocal in my opposition. So Kentucky, it looks like, is not a right-to-work state. Mm-hmm. 
So I think having your own morality and being able to, I mean, your own worldview, especially one that falls in line with the federal government and being able to stand up against this hypocrisy would guarantee that you wouldn't lose your job. And if you did, you would have a right to sue. Oh, that's true. I'm thinking of it in a right to work situation where if I lost my job. Like here in Utah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I mean, here they can't fire you for certain reasons, but at the same time, they could always find another reason to counteract that one. Right. They could find that one time you were late to work or the one time you took a long poo break or something like that. Yeah. So as we're talking about poo, let's get back to uh, the people that are supporting this lady. Can you believe that? I, I don't understand this. Americans, are you kidding me right now? So she's in jail right now. Yeah. And of course, Mike Fuckabee has decided to throw his lot in with her as well. And so just listen to him here. As soon as it loads up. You're going to make me listen to Mike Huckabee, aren't you? You're going to do this. Yeah, 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 As soon as it finally... Out of the Kentucky County Clerk's Office this morning, marriage license in hand just hours after Kim Davis, the clerk who runs that office, was hauled off to jail for refusing to license same-sex marriages, citing her religious beliefs. Her attorney saying that it's the first time in United States history that someone has been jailed for believing that marriage is between a man and a woman. Probably true, yeah. Okay. No, they're, you're not being sent to jail for believing that marriage is between one man and one woman. You're not being jailed for that, Fox News. God damn it. You're being jailed for forcing your religious beliefs on somebody else using a fucking government office. No, well, or, or more yes. specifically, for defying a lawful court order. Right. Yeah, the, judge, the judge said, no, you have no fucking legs to stand she, on. Do your job. She had two options resign not do that job or issue the licenses and Mm -hmm. that is where it comes down to because she has not been personally approving of the relationships of everyone who's been seeking a marriage license before that she hasn't been asking them if they if they do oral or anal sex which is against the bible by the fucking way I, I know gay couples that have a more steadfast marriage than most people do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, though. No, she is objecting to the homosexual sex. The sex. Ew, it grosses me out. Right. Mm-hmm. But do you think she's a, she's uh, quizzing every straight couple that comes in there? Um, mm-hmm. Do you practice sexual deviancy? Do you practice anal sex? Do you hey, practice you oral sex? Or... Has she ever given you a hand job? Have you ever gone down on her? Like, these things are not questioned. She's not approving of each marriage on her morality. And that is not what her job is. And she has known that up until this point. And so now she has decided to define when she will morally approve of people's marriage. And the court said, that's not your fucking job. Your job is to issue marriage licenses if they are legally able to get them, which gay people are now, everyone. And yeah. she refused to do that. So she is being jailed for contempt of court. So this should prove to people out there that might be sitting on the fence why it is important to, if you have a firm belief in something, to be a firebrand about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Otherwise, assholes like this will keep popping out of the woodwork. Do we do we know when do we know when she became the county clerk? Uh, I think she uh, she got elected in after her mom passed away or left the office. She I believe was a deputy so she to her mom and then she got in after her mom. It's total because it people, doesn't really matter. I think it was what, what Eddie Murphy movie was it? The Distinguished Gentleman, I think, is what it was called. <laughs> 
stupid movie, not mm-hmm. very good to watch, but it, it taught me something about politics as an, at an early age, and it's it's stuck with me ever since then, is that people vote for a name. They don't, most of the voting populace don't go for what people's platforms are. They vote specifically on a name. Well, no, for something like County Clerk, nobody really gives no. a crap because it doesn't, you don't do anything. It's no, it, it is a essentially yeah. a go nowhere job. But at the same time, look at the fucking waves this has created. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get to Mike Huckabee. Oh. There are no religious liberties of conscience left for elected officials. And regular citizens are next. Religious liberty is not a sword with which government, through its employees, may impose particular religious views on others. The larger issues here uh, are a big topic right now in the United States in terms of religious liberty. President and former Governor Mike Huckabee joins us now. Good to have you here, <laughs> Thank uh, you, Martha. Governor. Uh, I know that you are you have a rally next Tuesday yes. um, at three o'clock for Kim Davis. You're very supportive of her. Why? A fucking rally for this woman. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, sorry. We're gonna get to religious it. people. Are you kidding me? The separation of church and state is what has granted you your particular faith. You, it's you good be, for you. If you're not a Mormon, do you want to be forced to be a Mormon? No. If you're not a Catholic, do you want to be forced to be a Catholic? If you're not a Methodist, do you want to be forced to be a Methodist? If you're not a Lutheran, do you want to be forced to be a Lutheran? No. Well, let, yes, let's no. go. Let's go beyond Christianity here. <sighs> You're a Mormon. Do you want to have to practice Sharia law? Right. <laughs> well, exactly. They, a lot of them probably would. Yeah, they probably would. They believe a lot of this. They stuff, hate you know. it because it sounds foreign and brown, but they'd yeah. probably be down with that. <laughs> you know, when you look at the the insides of it, and we've talked about it before, it's the same fucking wrapper around Old Testament shit. It mm-hmm. is the same thing. Okay, so here's Mike Fuckabee. Because this is the criminalization of Christianity. No, it's not. Oh, fuck. Wrong. 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 70% of this country claims Christian. This guy's a fucking presidential candidate. No, he's He's really not. He's not really. It's. I think it's down between Jeb and Trump right now. Yeah. At some some point, they they have to stop referring to everybody as a presidential candidate. You know what? I think it was what seventeen last time I counted. Probably more since then. I <sighs> okay. Well, he, the criminalization of Christianity, which we all know, it's well, the not. Kentucky Constitution voted on by seventy-five percent of the people. I don't give a shit. The will of the majority does not fucking dictate the the this country. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd probably be burned at the cross. <laughs> you know, in some sort of ironic fashion. She has now been criminalized. She's being held without bail. I want you to think about this. Jeffrey Dahmer got bail. Albert DeSalvo, the Boston oh. got bail. John Wayne yeah. Gase got bail. Kim? She's, he's listening. Yeah. He's listening. Bail only, only applies to, to criminal cases. This wasn't a criminal case. She's being held... Because the the judge felt that uh, if she had any fines levied against her, her supporters would pay them, and that would not actually resolve the situation. Well, and the other thing that people are losing focus of is that the judge was a fucking Bush appointee. (laughs) He is a right-wing judge. But at the same time, he's like, look, you're not following the letter of the law. 
Right. I mean, thank thank goodness you have judges that have principles, but at, at the same time, hold the fucking letter of yeah. the law up to standard. Well, and and just to break down what what contempt charges actually mean, when you are held in contempt, the penalty is intended to be. Your loss of freedom is meant for you to fucking correct your action. Yeah, it, it's meant for you to comply with a court order. That's what it is intended to do. You either get fined or jailed until you comply. I mean, I expect this guy to parade her in front of the judge's bench every morning and be like, are you going to do this? No? Okay, we'll go back to jail then. Well, they, you know? Yeah, they've already given her a few different... They keep giving her different options. Well, and they they finally allowed, I think, the Mm -hmm. clerks that we were talking about, the ones that are okay with it, to finally allow them to finally do what they're supposed to be doing. Well, yeah, because they they got the same deal. It's like, you either do it or you are also going to be held in contempt. Yeah. So let's hear what else the the bloated windbag has to say here. Davis, because she followed her convictions, is put in jail and is not given bail. This is an unbelievable moment in American history, and I think it may wake people up because who's next? Are pastors next? Florist? No! Oh! Yeah. To jail. Pastors are not civil servants. No, and neither are florists. Right. Well, they, they could be if they defied a court order. Yeah. Before this is over. And the Supreme Court reached out into thin air and created a redefinition of marriage. There is mm-hmm. no... No, they actually did not. No, they actually did not. Because they had nothing to do with fucking marriage. It has to do with rights in the 14th of fucking amendment. The thing God. is that in our current society, and, and the the court was the, the Supreme Court, what they did was just upheld marriage as our current cultural standard. And in our current cultural standard, each individual picks the individual for personal happiness reasons. And then they form a life together. Uh, that is the that is the primary reason for people getting married. It is not to have kids, as people like to point out. No, uh, that, that is traditional. That that, the, that those that those things tend to go together. That you have kids with your partner, but that's not a requirement. Nor is that the expectation. Uh, legally, the expectation you are not expected to have kids if you are legally married. That's not the expectation. You choose the individual based on personal happiness, and in that situation. Gay marriage has no reason to not exist. So, and I closed the the link because I can't stand to listen to him. And we have like four more minutes of this stuff. He wanted to go on and say that she is afforded more rights than Gitmo detainees. He he's be she is being treated worse than Gitmo people. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember any portion of her being waterboarded or, uh, let's see, being anally fed. Or how about? Well, yeah, yep, yep. No. Rectal, sorry, rectal feeding. That's what it was. Rectal feeding. Because oh. that sounds better than shoving food up their ass. Oh my god! Sometimes, man, this. Sometimes, some of the things that this country has done is it's, it's fucking disgraceful. There's a lot of times where I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. No, I, I can't take this shit. I, look, I. But I can't I let the really, win. I really do believe in our constitution. I really do. I think it's a fantastic piece of work. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's an amazing governing governing document. I think that being governed by the people and for the people is is a fantastic way to govern. Uh, I think our country's failed in a lot of ways, and Gitmo is one of our most egregious uh, sins, poetically Agreed. meant, not 
so Kim Davis, Kim Davis is a lawyer. Oh. Uh, I believe his name is Matt. What's his name? His Matt, name is Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt Staver. Sorry. He's the oh, fuck. I, can't, I keep forgetting the names. Uh, Liberty Council is the guy is the organization he's part of. He goes on to say some of the most abhorrent shit that I've heard about this whole case. Just go ahead and listen here. Um, are, are we getting a, a, a far greater slippery slope uh, here in America regarding this this conscience deal, religious liberty issue? Well, well, Kim Davis's case is uh, Exhibit A in that. Yes, we are. I mean, and, and she's not the only one. We've got the baker and the florist and the, uh, many others, photographers and wedding chapels, and we're going to have this happen to churches and pastors. This is just the beginning, and the question is, are people going to draw a line and say, enough is enough? This is not the kind of America that we want to live in. Oh, my and I'm so- fucking God. Okay, if you're using public works, the road, the buildings that you're in, the pipes, everything that is is funded by public money, and you are a public business, you do not have the right to turn away people. Right. Based on civil rights laws. Okay. If someone if someone's coming into your place and you say no shoot no no shirt no shoes no service, yes, by all means, if they look slovenly, you could probably send them on their way. <laughs> You got to have a good reason for it. I mean, if a guy's coming in saying, "Hey, I want to buy cake," and your job is to sell cake, fucking sell cake. Uh, um. Okay, so this is okay. It it really does get worse because he goes, "God wins." Oh, yeah. That's right. Now they fired me uh, a couple of years ago because of a definition of marriage that I had between a man and a woman that I said 15 months before I even went on the air. They just pulled it up out of my background and they held it against me. Uh, and and I, I just know from a first-person experience here in this situation, Kim Davis and others have to be bold, and I hope that men and women around this country, if you are being bullied or pressed up, that there are guys like Matt Staver out there who will defend you. Uh, you have rights. We have rights. We cannot. We have to shout back. We have to confront people who are breaking the law. <laughs> what? Uh, you know they're he, following he is, the law. He is right. We do have to confront people who are breaking the law. Yeah, which these is assholes. why she's in jail. Okay, hang on. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have to. Uh, we have to stand for people like yourself. You've seen this firsthand. This intolerance. Uh, and what I think most people don't understand, but they're starting to see it now, is that if you even believe that marriage is the union of a man and a woman, uh, that alone classifies you in some people's mind as a hater, a hate group that you can't have employment. You know, back in the 1930s, began with the Jews, where... Oh! Yep, here we go. This is full Godwin right here. Hang on. Evicted from public employment, then boycotted in their private employment, then stigmatized, and that led to the gas chambers. Boom! Oh, <laughs> my gas hell. chambers. No, no, <laughs> no. Actually, what they did was ve- what the Nazis did was very similar to the Jim Crow laws here in the United States. What they did was they enacted subtle, simple laws that uh, at first seemed to isolate Jews to their own communities. Then what it did is it started to say to remove ownership. Then what it started to do was to push them out of certain positions so that they could not actually hold any form of power, 
even in the private sector. That pushed them into a second-class citizenship. Then what the Nazis did was then they pointed at them and said, you see, you see how they're abusing our system? You see how they're living off our welfare system? Oh, you mean much like poor black people here in the United States? Yes, much like that. Um, and even worse, back under the Jim Crow laws. And so what they did is they created a second-class citizenship and then blamed that those people for the second-class citizenship. This is not the same thing as somebody being a complete and total asshole and people not wanting to buy products from them. And it's not the same thing as a baker who won't make a cake for a gay couple who doesn't give a shit. The gay couple says, fine, we'll move on. Then they publish the information of that gay couple. And then that gay couple sues for violation of privacy, which there absolutely was because the, that cup, that baker have an expectation of their privacy private information. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then they, then, then, uh, the lawsuit was, they, they had to pay a fine for violating that couple's privacy, the gay couple. Uh, then they were boycotted. That is not actually what happened to the Jews at all. Their business was completely destroyed by their own actions. Uh, Kim Davis is not being persecuted because she's a Christian. She is not being minimalized and forced out of her job because she's a Christian. Nobody's saying she has to resign. Nobody's forcing her, saying that Christians can't hold certain positions, that Christians can't ha hold certain uh, beliefs. What they're saying is you either follow the letter of the law or don't do that job. This is not the same and thing at all. And so I, I find it them, hilarious. Fuck them for the way that the Jews were treated. And, and I, I'm not a fan of Judaism, but fuck them <laughs> for comparing their current situation of wanting to be assholes to what the Jews dealt with in the 1930s and to what African Americans dealt with under Jim Crow. Fuck them. So we know what Dan have Dan Savage has to say most times about things like this, and he is the guy that we have to thank for calling Rick Santorum I, a frothy mixture. I also really enjoy his uh, talks on human sexuality. So he has a couple of words about this, and I hopefully I queued it up at the right point. So let's just go here. Um, but it's not a different story that preachers may one day be thrown in jail for refusing to perform same-sex marriages. That's a different piece of demagoguery and, frankly, BS. Right now uh, in this country, preachers routinely and regularly refuse to perform marriage ceremonies between heterosexual couples when they don't approve of an interfaith marriage or they don't think that a heterosexual couple is uh, sufficiently religious. And there has never been a case where someone has been thrown in jail for refusing to perform an opposite sex wedding and it's just complete crap frankly well, I can, I can... <laughs> it is complete crap. yeah no preachers are not about to be thrown in jail for not performing same-sex marriages that's not going to happen because that's their right i mean that is their right there for, was, as there was a chapel a uh, couple that were prosecuted for not serving a gay couple and ted cruz likes to point them out uh this chapel was a public chapel it's open, yeah, open to the public. It's not a denominational. No, it was a non-denominational chapel, and they refused to serve a gay couple because the owner's particular faith disagreed with gay marriage, but they owned a public chapel. They weren't checking the religion of people at the door. And as much as I might like to joke about it and say something like, I would love to have a Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster church hall and spaghetti place, but at the same time, you're like, I would be a shitty businessman to turn away anybody. Right. No, uh, yeah. 
My my morals say you can't do that. Well, if you believe in fucking capitalism, you're the one that's going to die because your job, your your morality is keeping you from earning money. Oh yeah, no. Uh, uh, I I've I would I would sell many AIDS a babies. Great conversation yeah. about cheese with many a religious and military uh or mi- military not not military, uh missionary and religious person at my cheese island. Uh, and yes, people wearing their elder name tags have shown up on Sundays. Hilarious. And I help them just the same, and I smile at them just the same, because it really doesn't fucking matter. I did have a Ted Cruz drop, but I'm not going to play that one. We do have a Rick Santorum, uh, which is just absolutely insane, because he's saying... Santorum's not running again, is he? He is. Mm -hmm. Fuck. He's currently polling negative numbers, but... He's saying that Obama bringing in ra- is bringing in radical Muslims. No, he's not. You know, because, he, you know, we're opening our borders like America has always done to refugees. Yes. <laughs> and LGBT refugees to undermine America. Oh, my fucking God. Are you You know, the, the giant melting pot. Yeah, Obama's doing it to undermine America. Hang on. So should we be importing Islam? No, that's a, that's a, you know one of the things I want to get rid of in our immigration policy. We have a we have something called the Diesel Lottery Program, uh, which primarily uh, takes uh, takes uh, immigrants from from countries that we are we do not have a lot of immigrants from, and a vast majority of them are Muslim countries. And so I don't know if you caught that there, but that's really fucking racist. <laughs> Just a little. little. <laughs> I'm mean, okay. I can't say racist because you know being Islamic is not a race. No, but it's yeah. okay. But come it's, on, your religion is highly tied to where you were born. Yeah, you know, if, if you're Arabic or Persian, you know, chances are. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I do really like the idea of the import Muslims. They're a lot more reliable. <laughs> but but the, usually the, but more the, educated. Yeah, usually, but the parts are really hard to come by. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Was that a female? Genital mutilation? No, dude. He was talking about car parts. Oh, (laughs) sorry, sorry. Way off in left field there. Yeah, Yeah, you went went way dark with that. Yeah, talking about (laughs) import vehicles, dude. (laughs) Wait, do do Islamic people get their shit junk like chopped too? Like the guys to get they have to get their. Oh. Uh, and some, Put that in the column of uh, shit. In Islam, no. some women are required to have female circumcision at their mm-hmm. coming of age. Uh, also Ew. common in Africa. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Yep. Super yuck. yuck. Super yuck. And and uh, countries that that the reason they we don't have a lot of immigrants is because in many, in many cases we don't have a lot in common with those countries and and so many of those. Uh, people don't want to come to this country or have historically not wanted to come to this country. Oh, and fuck you. If they don't want to come here, they won't come here. They see, they see a chance. They see a chance for their kids to. Jesus Christ. Just uh, all I can give this guy is loud sighs. Just. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't give him anything else because. Oh, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm not even going to play the yeah, rest don't, of it. Don't. But... Don't. Yeah, you shouldn't. Okay, so the last little bit of audio that I have here. You remember how we went off on Glenn Beck last episode? And especially how Dan went off on Glenn Beck. Glenn Buck. <laughs> Glenn Buck. About him the, talking about the, the beginning of Sorrows and the, oh, the, the yeah, TV. Yeah, triple. yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so here is uh, here is him saying, I'm not apocalyptic. So, hey, God. <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. All right, let's do this thing, Glenn Buck. Understand, we're done as a nation. When Mitch McConnell says, now is not the time to end abortion, we're done as a nation. We're not going to get any more warnings on this. Didn't he just say last time, like, last chance. Last chance. Last chance. Yahweh said, this is your last chance. Last chance. And the guys at the Godless Revolution did a good interpretation of this where they're like, wait a minute, he's Mormon. He shouldn't be getting any kind of fucking revelation except from fucking Monson. Right. He should not be interpreting shit on his own because that's what his quote unquote prophet is supposed to do. Right. Evil is rampaging right now. No, it's not. This no, nation it's is really, doing really not. <sighs> We have a we have a generation of people that don't know the strife of fucking, you know, thermonuclear war. We don't have to worry about, you know, global thermonuclear war. We don't. I mean, we have terrorism. Yeah, but that hasn't hit here in what? Oh, uh, I mean, really in a big number for like 14 years. Yep. So evil is rampant. Yeah, damn it. Let's stay afraid. Stay afraid. Yeah, because they keep losing. It's beyond anything that I have ever seen anywhere in my life. And if you think it's going to stay put, if you think it's not going to grow, if you think this is as bad as it could get, you are sadly mistaken. And when our government says, you know what, next week we're going to go with Iran, we're not going to go with Israel, we're not going to go with common sense, we're going to allow Iran have a nuclear weapon. That is not that's what the not, says. No, that's at all that's not it at all it and i love how it's like we're gonna it's either option a or option b yeah you know it's like, a non sequitur am i right like that's you have policy to, right non sequitur yeah you have to realize that this deal with iran is not something that the united states did on its own first b it's not something that's anti-israel as anti-israel as i might be you know the thing is, is like you have no, this you sorry, have to deal with that's happening economy. with Iran. You have this deal with this country to say, hey, look, you can keep enriching uranium, but we want this to be sent specifically towards power plants. You know, we, we're gonna monitor you. We're gonna right. come in, we're gonna tech. Absolutely. And nuclear energy is one of the cleanest forms of and most efficient forms of energy. And you're talking about a country so, yeah, who was. I'm, I'm actually fine with Iran having nuclear energy. I really, really am. And you listen to the, these guys talk about this stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, these people say death to America." Okay, maybe. But at the same time, if you listen to any kind of reporting from within Iran, from the generation that grew up under the Ayatollah, that most of them are yearning for a Western influence. They're yearning to well, get they Western. Used to have it and they there are it. fucking punk rock bands in iran right now uh, there are women who shed their hijab there mm -hmm. there are people that got whipped and fucking jailed for dancing to the pharrell's happy video last year yep Men they're trying to break out and this is the only way we could do it building a giant more fucking hell of fucking high wall and you know in, imposing more sanctions is not the way to bring out this fucking generation of people that want to deal with us isolationism is the thing that ruins the fucking world well that's yep. what that's what built that whole attitude to begin with 
Okay, Glenn Beck, go ahead and wow us more with your bullshit that you're paid obscene amounts of money for. When their mullahs and their clerics and the Ayatollah has said, it is time to stop just speaking words. It is time to put our words into action with the great Satan and the little Satan. If you think that this is going to stay the way it is, you're sadly mistaken. If you think that all of our streets and all of our policemen all of our towns aren't going to see protesters and more killings. Oh, for if you fuck's think sake. this is just going to be relegated to the Baltimores and the Fergusons of the world, you're sadly mistaken. Oh, you mean just the brown parts? Just the you know, fucking just... brown parts, right, Glenn Beck? Ooh! I hate this guy. He's think... racist ass because he didn't actually specifically call out race, but he specifically called out places that are known for being predominantly black. Fuck this guy. Oh! <laughs> we got he's a minute like, left. Don't, he's like, be scared, white people. The brown people problems are going to come to your area. Ugh. I think the world, I think uh, the world could do with, more, with a more taupe race, you know? We need to have a more white, more or less white race. This is as hard as it gets with the attacks on Christianity. And this is as hard as I'm, I've ever seen it and standing up and saying that you're a Christian. If you think this is it, you're sadly mistaken. If you, you know what? I'm done. You know what? I'm going to play my atheism card. I'm going to play my trap card and be like, you know what? Time to drag him out on the street and shoot him. Let's just go ahead and do that. If they're going to fucking claim that we're doing it anyway, let's just go ahead and do it. You're bold. I would not say such a thing. I'm <laughs> I'm being completely sarca- sarcastic and I'm it's completely tongue in cheek. But you know what? I'm really fucking tired of being blamed by these right wing asshats for all the woes of this country. Without I am any too. No, I'm sick of this shit. Stop you know, if, if they're going to blame me for, for killing. No one is getting persecuted because they're Christian. That is not fucking happening. If they're going to blame me for killing and eating children. I want to at least know what a fucking child tastes like. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sick of this shit. I am too. I'm so fucking done. I'm so done. Hence why I'm a fucking firebrand. And you guys can't see me fucking waving my yeah, hand over here. This is why I'm an anti-theist. This is why I'm an anti-theist. You don't, you don't see me waving my hand at the computer to my right where I'm watching Glenn Beck look at me with a fucking parsed mouth like, oh yeah, baby, come in my mouth. But uh, oh, I'm so sick of these fucking people. I know. Oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy fuck him and his dangerous religious rhetoric and fuck them for their fucking persecution complex and fuck him because he fucking knows he fucking knows that he says this shit and he gets more viewers he doesn't have to know it empirically he doesn't have to be completely conscious but he knows he gets more attention when he does this fear-mongering, this scare-tactic shit, and he starts spewing absolute nonsense and fuck him! As long as these white old people are scared. Yeah! Yeah, no, oh. they're, they're, they're just, they're, those are just tactics he, he perfected on the morning radio zoo. Fucking yep. scary brown people! That's, so, he just, he fucking scary brown people and fucking scary people who aren't like us because they don't believe in our God and fucking scary fucking world because we don't fucking understand it. Ugh! So to wrap it all up, Kim Davis finally released a statement. Oh, wonderful. I don't know if you heard this one yet. No. 
She said, I have worked in Rowan County Clerk's Office for 27 years as a deputy clerk and honored to be elected to the clerk in 2014. So there we go. We know how long she's been in now. And I took office in January 2015. I love my job and the people of this county. I have never, let's see, never lived any other place than this county. Some people here have said that I should resign, but I have done my job well. No, no, you haven't. If you consider not doing your job, doing your job well. No, you have, you have not done your job well. You have not done your job well. Not done your job well. I feel like I should be teaching her some kung fu type of level shit here. Like if you can grab the pebble from my hand, you know, this year we are on track to generate a surplus in the county of one point five million dollars. What the fuck? What? Okay. In addition to my desire to serve the people of Rowan County, I owe my life to Jesus Christ, who loves me and gave his life for me. Ew, creepy. It's creepy. I'm sorry. It's creepy. Ugh. Following the death of my godly mother-in-law over four years ago, I went to church to fulfill her dying wish. There, I heard the message of grace and forgiveness and surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. I am not perfect. No one is. But I am forgiven, and I love my Lord and must be obedient to him and to the word of God. You must be obedient to the word of 3,000-year-old dead sheep wranglers and sheep herders and just... Ew, it's creepy. Them brown people that you don't like very much are certainly telling you how to live your life. And people who have sex in ways that you don't find attractive. Mm-hmm. I have, I never imagined a day like this would come where I would be asked to violate a central teaching of scripture of Jesus uh, and of Jesus himself regarding marriage. Central. Yeah, no, bullshit. Bullshit. Central. That is absolute bullshit. Absolute bullshit. If she became clerk in 2014, that was well after the first federal court rulings on this issue. She knew this would happen. Central. And so what the the person that put this quote up said, oh, is somebody asking you to marry a woman? No? Well, then I'm confused. (laughs) Seriously. Because it has nothing to do with you personally. She's not sitting there deciding on whether each marriage is biblically sound. You're not going to go home after this whole thing is done and scissor. You're not going to go home afterward and, you know, have a good time. She's not not questioning straight couples on their sexual behaviors and whether those are biblically approved of. Because the Bible does totally restrict sexual uh, to issue a marriage license, which which conflicts with God's definition of marriage, with my name affixed to the certificate, would violate my conscience. Then fucking retire. Oh, uh, bitch, you've been married four times. God's definition of marriage, according to the Bible, says that you can't be married twice. You're going to hell, according to your religion, bitch. So fuck right off. Wait, hang on. This is not a light issue for me. You know, or the people that are waiting to get the marriage licenses <laughs> that you've been saying no to. Uh, this is a heaven or hell decision for me. OK, you have a fucking trump card of get out of hell free. No matter what you do, there are no multiple levels like uh, like Mormonism. You right. know, you either get into heaven or you don't get into heaven for anybody who is an atheist. That the, if you're de- if you're on your deathbed, you know, you very easily could go, you know, Forgive me, Lord, for I have forsaken thee, you know, right. and still get in. Right. You if that thing was real. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet pretty heavily on the fact that she had this end game in mind the whole time. I have no animosity towards anyone. 
except gay people right. and harbor no ill will towards gay people. <laughs> to me, this has never been a gay or lesbian issue. It, except when you say no, yet denying those rights, specific people, uh, marriage licenses is the reason that you're hip deep in this legal shit right now. For no fucking reason. I'm sorry. Your God reason isn't good enough. If you can't fulfill the law based on your moral conscience, which is your right, you need to resign. That is not a fucking joke. If you cannot, there, there were pacifists who found ways to keep from fighting in military and in in, in in military engagements. They, they found a way to have nonviolent or they completely deserted the military during the draft because their religious conscience told them that they were not allowed to be violent. That's fine. That is fine. You are allowed to have your religious conscience. You're allowed to say, I don't want to marry gay people. So you resign. You are not being forced out of your job because of this, because your job says you can either follow the law or not. That's all. It doesn't, it's not forcing her to do anything. So she says, she goes on to continue. It's about marriage and God's word. Yeah, bitch, you've been married four times, so you can fuck right off with that shit. It is a matter of religious liberty, which is protected under the First Amendment, unless you're fucking going against other people's other amendment rights right it's protected under the first amendment the kentucky constitution and no, the kentucky religious freedom restoration someone Act. Else's nose. you don't get to violate their rights because of your rights your rights say that you are allowed to sit there and say that you don't approve of their marriage you're allowed to sit there and go to church and worship however you want and say gay people shouldn't be married and they're disgusting in your church you're allowed to have that in your personal life in fact you are allowed you're, to you're allowed to do that at your job as long as that job is not funded by fucking government money from secular people right and at your job in a secular government, which our government is, so everyone, so all those, our our government was funded by Christians. Don't fuck off. No. Oh yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so our history is filled with accommodations for people's religious freedoms and conscience. Okay, yes, fine, whatever. Um, I want to continue to perform my duties, but I am also requesting what our founders envisioned. Most of the founding fathers were either deist or atheist. They did not believe in a, in, in a intercessory God. No, they they did not. not believe in the fucking Trinity okay, of Jesus on. Christ, Chris, Ghost. To be fair, half of them totally were really devout Christian, like George Washington. George Washington was like super duper Christian. The rest of them believed that God. Ben Franklin was it, <laughs> or didn't give a shit. They were like, I'm not sure, but he clearly isn't involved here. I mean, just do like 10 minutes of research on Google and find out what Thomas Jefferson's beliefs on religion were. Yeah. And you'd be you like, know, wow, this is a guy that wrote a Bible that had no God in it. <laughs> you know, so it's like a history book. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Jefferson was not what one would call a good Christian. Benjamin Franklin, the guy uh, loved the good Christian. I, I love the fact that we have on our one of our most highest rated, like highest like um, currency bills that we have in this country. A, somebody who wasn't a president. B, somebody who suffered from a fucking STI. And C, the guy who wanted the turkey to be the national bird of the country, not the fucking eagle. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if that's true or not. That could be Snopes, but you know, uh-huh. but you know what? That I I enjoy the man <laughs> quite a bit, and I love the fact that our denomination of money. We have the the guy who was the first president of the United States get the one dollar bill, and the guy who thought turkey was delicious and hookers are great gets the hundred dollar bill. Fuck yeah, America! <laughs> oh, let's see. Kim Davis has received death threats. I harbored nothing against them. I was elected by the people. Blah 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 blah. And so you know what? Fuck you, Kim Davis. I hope you rot in jail for the next however long you're going to be there until you decide that you're going either going to finally cave in on this, which you won't, or they pull you from office because Kentucky is really getting fucking tired of hearing the headlines about how their state looks stupid. And backwards, not for not only for having Ken Ham in your state, but for having you as one of their fucking county clerks. And if I had a microphone to drop, I would, but this fucker's too expensive. <laughs> so. So uh, with that, we're going to go transition here in a second over to the interview we have with Carrie Jackson. But uh, I think before we do that, let's go ahead and give our highs and lows for the week. If anybody has anything they want to talk about. We're going to wrap it early on this part so you guys can just transition right into the interview. Yeah, not so, not, not really. This has not been a fun week. No, it definitely <laughs> has not. I, I talked about my low pretty much earlier when I was talking about the being grilled for religious beliefs and stuff like that. Oh. But um, I don't know. I guess if, if I had to come up with a high at this point... Uh, It'd probably be taking my kids to Chuck E. Cheese for the first time. That was a good time. Aww. That was a really good day. Cute. I mean, they've gone to places like Boondocks and stuff before, so like ticket arcades are not a new thing to them, but it's seeing them freak the fuck out when there's an animatronic mouse <laughs> behind them on stage <laughs> just made me laugh really hard. <laughs> and of course, like you said, like you heard, low low point was, you know, all that shit. I just just being constantly reminded that I am not in a I am not as comfy as I possibly can be as an atheist in this country until an older generation passes away. Uh I got a little bit of a stranger in a strange land. It's just tiny, but okay. I, it really amused the shit out of me. So um so I'm at my cheese island and as I do, a customer walks up and they often don't engage me first off. Uh, I have to talk to them first, which is normal. Um, and I go, well, hello, how are you? Or can I help you find anything? No, no. And I go, well, if you have any questions, just don't, don't hesitate to ask. And I go to walk away because I need to go buy a cleaning utensil from the store because, yeah, I work in a grocery store and we get to do that thing. Um, and I go to walk away and I go, I don't hesitate to, t- hate to ask. I'll be right back. And he goes, is there a God? And I, <laughs> I seriously, yeah, what? that's what he asked me. Is there Whoa. a God? And he thought it was a joke. And I, I didn't answer, uh, because it's not technically appropriate for me to be like, no, and <laughs> no, there's not, not really. Nah, I really what, depends on what your definition is there, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I just started laughing and laughing. I'm like, dude, do you does he even like I'm like, do you, yes, not, no, do you not realize yeah. who you just who fucking asked? Ask that question too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the fucking president of atheists of Utah. There is really very little more atheist you can get than me. I'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it cracked me up. I laughed all the way down the store, all the way down the cleaning aisle. Oh, fuck. That made my fucking day. <laughs> I never told you guys, but I, I tried to get a, I went to a, a party on the East Coast. I, and I think I've like, um, I've waxed ecstatic about the, the time that I spent on the East Coast in Virginia about like this one especially this one restaurant i went to where they had like duck duck everything like oh, duck fat delicious. fries like duck duck gravy and they used duck confit with their poutine mm-hmm. that they made oh man it was amazing but they also had like a beer menu that was like 30 pages thick so it was great uh but anyway uh, i went to a party over the, uh, when i was out there on the east coast because you know these are people i'm probably only going to get a chance to meet once in my lifetime uh, and we had a party and we went to the grocery store and I tried to get a uh, birthday cake that said happy birthday Jesus on it. <laughs> they were they were not having that. Oh, <laughs> just, just a funny little aside. The grocery store I work at uh, wouldn't let me decorate the cake myself that said, fuck you, Fluey. Wouldn't let me do it. Just, just give me a. Just give me a blank cake and some icing bags. I ended up and I, doing I thought, that, and I drew yeah. a finger flipping them off. It was awesome. <laughs> but I wanted to use theirs because their tools were better. Indeed. <laughs> so, Kyle, what about you, man? What do you got? Oh, my hands hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, let me tell you. you. Let me tell you why. The old yes, great mare she ain't she used to be. No, so um, a couple weeks ago. I uh, proposed to my kids that they uh, design their own lightsabers uh, because they've they've really been getting into the Star Wars thing. They're getting really excited for all the stuff that's coming out. So I thought, hey, this will be a fun little thing and they'll draw something simple and I'll go to the hardware store, get some parts, put it together. idiot. You yeah, 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 I, love yeah, I, I am idiot because I know the kind of lightsabers I designed as a kid and you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been <gasps> trying to build these things for a couple weeks now and I, I have gotten so much super glue on my hands. <laughs> oh, good hell. <laughs> I'm about halfway there. On one of them. <laughs> Dude, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard a dad do. You're an awesome dad. You're a rock star. You guys are I, both rock stars. Like, that's awesome. You guys are great. I, I came home earlier today and to, to piggyback on the Star Wars stuff that, first of all, my wife picked up a new Star Wars shirt for me the other day Aww. at the store just for no reason at all. And I get home today from taking the kids over to visit the grandparents and my oldest went with my wife to go shopping. And they went to Kohl's, of course, and I don't know why that's an of course, but if you knew my family, it would be an of course, but uh, we get back from that and they're like, okay, close your hands open. I mean, uh, close your eyes, open your hands and we'll give you something to surprise. And I'm like, great. I've been waiting for boobs all day. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and I open my hands and I get a couple of other t-shirts and one of them's a Chewbacca shirt. Another one's a, uh, a, the hell's his name? Boba Fett t-shirt. And so I'm like really happy. I'm like, yay, Star Wars stuff. And like my little twins, they got uh, matching Star Wars like baseball shirts. And so I'm like, yay, like these kids are going to be so fucking excited for Star Wars. 
And so I downloaded the Phantom Menace and I started to let them watch that and they got bored like an hour into it. Oh, I can't really blame them because that movie sucks. <laughs> that's the that's the first one, right? Phantom that's the one with Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, the, that's mm-hmm. a terrible film. I mean, they kind of joked. They, they kind of enjoyed it a little bit. I mean, so I can understand the, the whole, you know, oh, it's for kids. Like, OK, yeah, I get that. But there's a lot of stuff about trade federation. Okay, So when I was shit. a kid. I didn't understand how Jar Jar was racist because <laughs> I hadn't, he was Jar Jar. Like, okay. So everyone accused him of being racist and that is absolutely valid because that is totally a racist stereotype. Um, but as a kid, I had no concept of that being a race. Like I didn't know any of those were racist stereotypes. So for me, he was. See, I was character. 19 at the time. So how old would you have been? That was um 16 years ago. Oh, okay, 16 years. Uh, no, hold on. Do the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm 26, so I was 11. You're yeah. 10. Wow. 10, 10. Wow. Man. Yeah. So yeah. 10 years old. See, me, me, me watching right. this. Is I was in Catholic at- school still. I was eating at Crown Burger and talking about this movie with a couple of friends of mine. No, um, I went with my friend Tommy Fitzgerald. It was just him and I. And it was, and Tommy's uh, super duper gay now. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, Tommy. I was actually super disappointed by that because he's gorgeous. Uh, so, okay, so Tommy and I were very good friends as kids. And we used to play Indiana Jones, Star Wars, and there's another one. I'm forgetting now. Oh, he's making some other gay geeks so happy. Oh, he's so great. <laughs> he's such a gay geek. Uh, and so we used to just, like, we we used to play Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and, like, that was our thing. Oh, and uh, I Dream of Genie. Yeah. I love that show. I still love that show. Right? I had an I Dream of Genie, Genie costume and everything. Oh, shit. That reminds me of something I talked about with my parents today. Sorry. I'm going to get back on topic. Um, anyway, Star Wars stuff. I was expecting them to be happier about it, but they weren't. And even though there's a new movie coming out in December that I'm going to be there to see anyway. <clears throat> Kids or not, I'm going to fucking love that movie. Uh, and the other thing I want to talk about, we're talking about gay stuff. And I was talking with my parents earlier today because I have a, a hanker in that one of my kids might be slightly genderqueer or, you know, you don't want to assign this stuff to them, but it's interesting to see little minds making their decisions for themselves and seeing how they choose to dress or choose to act and stuff like that. Right. And so my parents, you know, laid it on pretty thick. And I think I've talked about it on the show before how they thought that I was going to be gay at some point because I had a predetermination towards, you know, the dramatic. I, I love showed. I mean, this is all fucking, you know, jokingly textbook gay 101, you know, like like show tunes. Uh, doesn't have any girlfriends. A lot of straight guys who love show tunes, so that's that's not. Uh, Yeah, I mean, just saying. But at at the time, you know, we're talking almost twenty years ago, right? That was a you know red flag for my parents, right? And so they thought, oh, okay, okay, he might have been gay. And they said, and my dad said today with a straight face, oh, we would have been fine with it too. And I just wanted to like stop me, like just look at him with that face and like, man, are you fucking, are you fucking with me? I didn't I didn't go into it because it wasn't appropriate at the time. I would have been like, I firmly remember mom coming into the room and quoting Leviticus 20. What is it? 2013. Oh, man shall not lieth with a man because it is an abomination. And I'm like, that's great, mom. Why are you coming in here talking to me about this stuff? I 
was busy thinking about boobies. <laughs> I was thinking about boobies and looking at my biology book at a uterus. Like that's hot. <laughs> what is it like? Is it cool? I mean, it's, it's got to be cool. Otherwise, people wouldn't care that much about it. Uteruses? Nah. They're, no, they're... no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, sex I know, and I know, I know, I know. But honestly, the uterus is probably the least, my least favorite part of my genitalia. Yeah, I was going to say, it might, might as well be the least used part of it. Yeah, seriously, I, I, I'm dating my <laughs> ovaries because they provide estrogen, which is actually a huge part of my sense of self, even if I'm not completely aware, aware of it, and totally dig all the external shit. It's and so, that's clitoris. I was pretty fucking drunk last week, so I don't know if I if I was. I, I know I talked about coming out to the parents and everything about being atheist and everything. I almost did it right there and be like, "Oh, so you would be all right with that?" But what if I was an atheist? I I really should have fucking not skipped a beat and did that. Wait, but, you mean what if I was gay? You know, yeah, because <laughs> he thought they thought I was gay and everything, but I turned out not to be. But at the same time, I would have been like, "Oh, but dude, okay." You so just, you, the words you just said were, "Yep." What I if I had been an called? atheist? Yeah. So we're yeah. saying, I just came out to my parents about being an atheist, and then I said, what if I'd been an atheist? That is what you just said. Okay, my bad. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, what What if at that point I would have been like, okay, but what about atheism? You know? <laughs> like, are you guys okay with that too? I mean, my mom knows. She doesn't, I don't, I'm sure she wouldn't have told my dad because I know how me and my wife work and everything's fucking communicated both ways. Even when the kid says, don't talk to dad about this, but... Yeah, I know stuff has to be brought up anyway. But anyway, it's really fucking interesting being a parent, and it's really interesting hearing parents aging their weird dualities and you know their bullshit that they try to tell themselves to make them feel like better people. Because you know what, it's a really thankless job, and it's really hard. My dad <laughs> totally wouldn't have been cool with me being gay when I was younger, but my dad nowadays, like if I told him I was gay, which I'm pretty sure I've told him that like I find lots of females attractive at this point. I heard about the barista. Yeah, <laughs> I found I found a new one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not important. Is she hot? Not according to a lot of people, but I think she's really cute. <laughs> anyway, it's unimportant because I'm 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 super into this guy I'm seeing. Look, I see a lot of guys daily too that I'm like, mm-hmm, and I don't do anything about that either. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of like super into this guy that I'm seeing which is dumb but I'm I'm doing that thing anyway alright that brings us to a close for this section of the show we'll be right back with the interview with Carrie Jackson just one more short commercial we'll see you in a second ah yes my documentary I made this for public television but they told me it was stupid and grossly inaccurate bears and sharks always travel together just look at them Walking through the wooded forest, paw and fin, it's on account of their teeth that makes them nature's best friends. Why do sharks explode? This is because sometimes their brains and sexual organs are made out of M80s. Sometimes, to attract mates, a shark will explode. And Sometimes they explode just to attract giant killer bees. I left my jacket back there. Maltar, it's gone. Long gone. 
And we're here in Carrie's basement with Carrie Jackson himself. <laughs> Thank you for having us. We appreciate oh, it. Oh, not a problem. I'm, I'm sorry. You have to, y'all have to know this, people listening to this. Um, these guys called me about three weeks ago <laughs> and said, Let, let's do a show. And, and, and your hours are different than my mm-hmm. old very, person's very hours. Much so. <laughs> I have the, the time of, a, of an elderly person. I, I go to sleep at 6.30 or 7. And <laughs> I eat dinner at 4 in the afternoon and... Anyway, uh, but we kept trying to figure out a time, figure out a time, and and uh, con- you know trying to factor in travel and mm-hmm. where where you guys would be, and and then you said we 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 want to do it over Skype, and I went no no Skype no. <laughs> well, I said that's how we generally yeah. record, and and I offered that well, and because we didn't have like a we don't have a studio like this. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> We're uh, getting there. Someday, uh, kids. I got the mixer. I got the great mic. He's got a good mic. You have a mic now. A, so It's, it's yep. like you're forming a band. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when, when, <laughs> when you said Skype, I went, oh, let's do this right. Come on. <laughs> and, and come to my place. We'll record. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do it there. I'll give you the audio. It'll be taken care of. Yeah. And then I put it on my clock and I completely forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the next room enjoying my new TV and the dog is going crazy. More so than usual, to the point where she's in the stairwell barking at me. She's never done that. So I'm like, okay, shit's going down. I look out in my driveway, and there's you with beer in your hand. And I'm like, the atheists! I forgot the atheists! And I run into my wife, and I said, the atheists! I forgot the atheists! She was very disappointed that I wasn't ready to receive the atheists. How dare you? And we're just standing outside. Yeah, we're, we're supposed like, to not. Like, well, we were, what do you do? We were debating because, I mean, for, for people listening to this in Utah, Kerry Jackson is radio royalty. He is, he is a gigantic name in the podcasting world. Oh, you're at, sweet. at least for us, I would yeah. say. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to downplay anything you do with Geek Show. But I mean, but you guys get a shitload of downloads. I remember when you first started out, you crashed mm-hmm. the fucking website. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't ready for it. Uh, no one was really ready. For it. Those are the good old Zach shut day, mm-hmm. Zach shut days of. Uh, yep, he's the there in the beginning. So yep. How many years has it been now? Uh, that's where I need my seven. <laughs> Wait, it's been on off the radio seven plus. Gavin Sheehan. I refer mm-hmm. to him as Memory Alpha, Gavin, <laughs> Gavin from uh, Slug Magazine. Uh, he remembers all of this stif- stuff for me so that I don't have to. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a podcast for about seven years. Mm-hmm. For Yes, yeah, seven years. And then we did it on the radio for, a long. I want to say, another seven years before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, on, on a need, on an as-needed basis. Yep. Because yeah. geek culture at that time... It was not mainstream. Nope, it definitely wasn't. No. And it started to get mainstream, and we realized that's when we needed a regular version of this. Mm-hmm. The bosses at the station, smartly, were not ready to turn over an hour of programming <laughs> once a week. <laughs> you know, so though they give you about twenty minutes on air every every day nowadays. That's kind of now they do. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like twice a week. I, we do a whole geek news report, mm-hmm. and that's because it is mainstream. Yeah, it is. It, it has. You know, the show is called Geek Show, but that was back when it was. Not a mainstream thing. I mean, when you've got people standing in line at Toys R Us for Force Friday across the nation, <laughs> yeah. it's not niche anymore. Yes, the yeah. BB-8 shirt. Well, they, this is a shirt for the listeners out there. This is the one that I had to fight over at Walmart because they wouldn't sell it to me. They wouldn't they ha- sell it to me? They had it on the racks. It was on the rack. Mm-hmm. With all the other new uh, Force Awakens shirts and everything. And it was, oh, no, that's for Force Friday? Is that oh, what they no, did? this was like a week before Force Friday. So they somebody made a big mistake in the store and put all this mm-hmm. stuff out. And I had like Ooh. two or three of them in my hands. I'm like, yay, I got the new Star Wars shirts. And they I'm, made you, oh, they really? They said, we can't sell it to you. Apparently, Disney, though, is 
fierce about this, and they will oh, yeah. they and will so, destroy Walmart if they yeah. sell it early. And so the, the lady at the store is like, we can't sell this to you. I'm like, well, can I talk to a manager or something? They're like, well, the manager's going to say the same thing. I'm like, there's a price tag on it that says $8.44. I want to buy this t-shirt right now. <laughs> I have $8.44 in my pocket. I will buy this shirt from you. <laughs> well, we can't sell it to you. I'm like, okay, how about I go out of the room over here, go get another price tag from another similarly looking shirt, you know, <laughs> and come back through and use that one. Well, we'd know. I'm like, <sighs> so <laughs> well, I, well, you wait. just told us your evil plan, oh, you, Bond well, villain. You well, can't no, get away I was I was now. actually <laughs> considering just coming back in the store, putting it at the bottom of a shopping cart, and forgetting about it as I take it to the car. Did so. you? Uh, did you finally? Did they allow? No, I, the I sale my, to happen. My wife went back a like a week later and just picked it up off the shelf, and I was just hmm. That's weird. It. It's messed up that you should. If it's out there, you should have to sell it to somebody. That's weird. I'm surprised that they just didn't do it and then put the rest away. Yeah. You know? No, they, rather they, than they causing said a scene. no, and I was getting real heated. And it's, That's really odd. Don't mess with my geek shit. Anyway. But yeah, it's it's mainstream. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you know, when the highest, you know, what is it? Jurassic World just broke records again. Yeah, we were talking yeah, about that. Yeah, it just, uh, just overseas, overseas, it just crossed $1 yeah. billion. I mean, when the, the what, what the top movie is Avatar. It's, yeah. It's a... Not not a good one, not a good example, but but then <laughs> but it's, it's sci-fi. But then it's the Avengers, and, yeah. it, and if you'd have told me, uh, seriously, if you'd have told a fifteen-year-old me, <laughs> one of the biggest movies in the world is going to have Thor and Iron Man and Captain America in it, you'd go, no, not those guys. <laughs> Clearly, it'll be the Spider-Man movie that will be that. <laughs> not so much. Mm, you not know? the most recent one, especially. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. Not gonna. Not wasting my time. <laughs> don't, don't worry. There's a new one coming. Oh, yeah. good. It does. It does capture. I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I really I did. Too. I, and he did, I, he did and a really good job. That's what that. I've heard. It, uh, it does capture the Spider Man elements yeah. really well. I mean, there's an opening sequence where he's falling and then swinging, mm-hmm. and they've got it down. Yeah. And it's just such a shame that the movie fell apart at the end because it looks and feels. Like the Spider-Man movie that you wanted when you were a kid, and then it just kind of, well, Electro happens. I won't, I won't mince words. <laughs> electro happens, and, and they play like dubstep music as he comes into the scenes. Oh, and, like, that's uh, like, interesting. Some, that's interesting. What was it like? All Lincoln right. Park screaming and stuff like that. Like when oh, I have Electro, it's like, oh, come on. No, All right. <laughs> no anyway. I, I, I always loved Spider-Man. It was one of my favorites growing up. But yeah, See, you can crucify me on this one. I didn't like Spider-Man. Really? And, and here's the thing. I liked him growing up, and I'm kind of falling out of it now. For me, it, it was, um, what was it, Brand New Day, when he decided mm-hmm. to sacrifice his marriage to the woman he always wanted to be with to bring his Aunt May back. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm like, no, dude. That did seem like an odd choice. But... <laughs> like, dude, mm-hmm. she's old. She's at the end of her life. <laughs> like, I understand you love the person, but at the same time, you have a whole life ahead of you, you know? <laughs> She's going to die again someday, so... <laughs> Why? But then again, that's that's the fun deal with the devil kind of stuff that was going on. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed Spider-Man reading it on a regular basis mm-hmm. until the end of the Civil War story arc. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then something happened, and I you know, I don't know whether it was me or whether it was the writing. I just didn't relate anymore. Was it because maybe he was too much of a Boy Scout still? Or? It could be. It could be. But I found myself gravitating more toward... Okay, we'll get, we'll get weird here. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The yin and the yang in the Civil War storyline of, of Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. Yeah. And they kind of became like a a guiding force, a godhead, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that I began to relate to. Mm-hmm. Because in my heart, I, I have the heart of Steve Rogers. I really do. 
but I'm living the life of Tony Stark. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it, it was that dichotomy I just thought was just terrific. <laughs> and and I drifted away from Spider-Man, and I, I understand that the writing kind of fell apart and all that, so yeah. I didn't miss anything. But now, in this new amazing Spider-Man that's starting up here in a few months, <laughs> I get an interesting combination. Peter Parker is now Tony Stark. Oh, He's going – Parker Industries, which was set up in Superior Spider-Man, which was a great with read. Doc Ock. <laughs> because he wasn't Peter Parker. He was Doc Ock in Parker's – and he was a Superior Spider-Man. He did it better. You know, like, Oh, Parker, what are you, you know, doing with your life? <laughs> it's a great read. Trust me. So now that Parker Industries that Doc Ock built mm-hmm. is now established and it's like Tony Stark stuff. So now he's international Spider-Man hero. He's got a jet. You know, he, he can do all these things. I'm curious about this one now. So maybe I'll come back to Spider-Man. See, I never did read comics. I watched the cartoons, which mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. based on the comics. That's that's what I got into. Mm-hmm. I never really got into the comic thing. And now I just listen to Geek Show, so you guys keep me filled in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all you really need to do and now. for all the comic book needs, do go to Dr. Volts. Yeah, yeah. We, we love our friends at Dr. Volts and Black Cat. We, Black we are, a, good we are a local podcast, so we try mm-hmm. to pimp out local businesses as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, and before we leave comics altogether, um, we just got the news about the new Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish that Shannon would have been here for Broken News yesterday because we could have told him about it. The new Incredible Hulk is the totally awesome Hulk. Oh, this sounds no. – this, <laughs> no. this, this is heresy, right? This is total heresy. But we found out who it is. It's it's Amadeus Cho, who is a character in the comic book, who's like the fourth smartest guy in the Marvel universe, and he's he's a little Korean kid. <laughs> he loves being the Hulk. So that's awesome. And that's the direction they're taking it. He's wow. incredibly smart, and he loves being the Hulk. So would Borderhouse read this? <laughs> <laughs> I I nearly sent it to him, a link, you know, when I saw because even the even the writer is Korean, uh, Greg Pak. And uh, I nearly sent him the link, but then I went, am I that guy? <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> am I that white guy? Here's a Korean thing. Yay, diversity. Yay. <laughs> you know? So I didn't send it to him. <laughs> I went, oh, Drew would be interested in this. He likes the Hulk. No, Sorry, I'm, that was a callback yeah. to an old reference. I'm that guy. No. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> anyway. Well, it's so, your show. You take the lead. So I'm, anyway. Um, I'm just here. Kerry Jackson. Uh, he is... Quite possibly the person that, well, I can't say introduced me to atheism because I heard about it being a Southern Baptist kid growing up that atheists <laughs> eat your babies and <laughs> they're horrible, godless people and they do <laughs> terrible things and they worship Satan and all this other stuff. And that's what got me interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's baby eating? Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. I'm to going to Planned Parenthood with my Ritz crackers <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> but Carrie was one of the first guys I heard on the radio and I moved here in 90, fuck, 95, 96. And started listening to you guys. This was right after you and Bill had the breakup. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is where, right after you guys got back together on the air. Yes. And so this is when the skits were still going on, and you know, <laughs> oh god, the the olden days of yeah. radio from hell. But um, back when I used to bust my ass for four hours on a Space Elder sketch, <laughs> and then the next day when they say, "I heard your show. That was really funny." When Gina said she wouldn't let her dog on the tile, <laughs> <laughs> four hours in that goddamn studio. Mm-hmm. All the hard work for, for no notice. That. That's yeah. when we went. Yeah. Well, d- d- clearly, this is Bucket, the show. Let's just talk. <laughs> yeah. hey, if it's any consolation to you, I love the Space Elders. Oh, thank you. Space Elders. Space Elders are, uh, mm-hmm. f- for those unfamiliar, <laughs> I wish there were more of you so you'd stop pestering me. Uh, LDS missionaries, Mormon missionaries in space. Yeah, yeah. In the future. I think Space Elders was 
it's a good title. It's, it really gives you the idea of what we're going for, like what yeah, you're going would, for, like what we're in for. We're gonna... They would knock on the door of the Death Star to try to give the first talk to Darth Vader, things like and that. Then, oh, the Jensen? Mm-hmm. The Borg Queen was <laughs> was one of my favorites. I think that was one... The whole hive mentality fed into it. I, uh, I think you gave me one of the tapes when I visited the studio one time of the uh, You Can't Quit and We Won't Fire You. Yeah, I've got some of those mm-hmm. around here. And you know. I... I Went through the process. I still had a tape deck at home, a good old Akai tape deck. (laughs) And I ran it through the mixer and put it onto the computer. And I think I have a digital copy of it somewhere. And I think that's one of these skits that's on there is the Borg Queen. Uh, It probably is. We we put only a few of those on on those best of releases. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we ran into, uh, I won't get into it, some legal hassles Mm -hmm. that uh, made it so we couldn't do it anymore. Mm. And which I was fine with. I was ready to walk away from it anyway, and it just kind of helped push me out of the nest in a way. But it still it still has to get a little bit annoying that people bring it up all the time. Oh, not annoying. It's just when you know, bring it up. Feel free to bring it up, <laughs> but don't beg us to bring it back. Yeah. Whatever you do, just go. I remember that. I loved it. That's all you <laughs> need. To, don't don't be that. You know what you should do. <laughs> you should bring that back. No, nostalgia is no. a powerful thing. I. I it's not going to be how you remember it. So <laughs> no, let's it just let is. it be what it was when it was. I mean, I, we, I think we would start doing sketches on the show if someone <laughs> would write them and produce them for us. And, <laughs> and we just showed up and, you know, like old time radio guys went, come in, do your line. See what's my line. <laughs> Get Somebody, somebody's yeah. in the back with all like the little sound yeah. effect things. Yeah. Uh, it's the whole Krusty the Clown goes into the studio. <laughs> I'll show you how it's done, kids. And he comes in there. Comes in, reads, <laughs> reads his lines, yeah. like, and they leave the room. That's how you do it. And they, okay, we're ready for you, Krusty. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the way it, sketches would come back on the show. Yeah, that's the only way. Oh, I'm you not Lee's, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Lee on the show one of these times. It's gonna be interesting to have a a spiritualist like Lee on yeah. an atheist podcast one of these days. But <laughs> he'll have an interesting take. Yeah. He, he's also the man who created the sketch that I did. It's time, it's for, time cake. for cake. Mm-hmm. He yep. created that. Fucking love it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes. Gary was one of the first, first people that kind of made it a, a, appear to me that it's okay to be a non-believer. Because you didn't specifically come out and say, yes, yo soy atheist. You, know? <laughs> you would come out and you would be kind of snarky about a lot of the stuff that was the prevalent religion in the state. And being a kid that was a transplant to the state, I, mm-hmm. I really fucking appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing, that, like with Space Elders, it was never really mean. Uh, it, it just kind of pointed out the hypocrisy in a gentle way. It's gentle ribbing. Yeah, a gentle ribbing. Mm-hmm. And what I understood is that a lot of kids on missionaries, uh, on missions, mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. passing tapes around of <laughs> space elders, you know. And attracting to the I hear about it all the time, you yeah. know. The last time missionaries visited me, we played the opening song for Book of Mormon, the musical form. So they were like, we heard that it technically doesn't break any of our rules. And I'm like, technically, no, we can listen. <laughs> I, re- I remember I had a friend who went on a mission. Uh, and this is this is the long track to atheism, I guess you could, you could say. Um, my friend Braddon, who was never all in, mm-hmm. you know. But his dad said to him, I want you to go on a mission. He said, well, I, he said, listen, when you get back, I'll buy you a car. You do that and I'll buy you a car. Which and, is the right way to get anybody to do and anything. Exactly. There's, yeah, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of wrong there. But yeah. Braden went, okay, I'll go. And so while he was in, uh, in Lima, Peru, oh, wow. I was constantly sending him tapes. You know, <laughs> of, of music and, and, and all that. And I remember he said uh, he was listening to... 
which Van Halen album was it? 1984, as mm-hmm. the plane was taking off, and he was mm-hmm. all he could think about was his car. <laughs> he gets home, the car, the car, the car. Two years is a long time to wait for a car, man. You yeah, could get a job a and buy. You could car. you could b- work mm-hmm. for two years and buy your own car and say, mm-hmm. "Screw mm-hmm. you, Dad." I love you, but screw you. Now, <laughs> now, we grew up in farm country. Yeah. And so his father was a dairy farmer. It was Salem, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. he, he lived in, in Palmyra. Oh, wow. Oh. So hardcore <laughs> dairy farmer. I've, I've spent some time in Palmyra, so. And so he, he comes back, and everything's cool. And about a week after he gets back, he goes, so, Dad. He goes, well, son, funny thing happened while you were away. <laughs> oh. Kind of lost a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Dairy farming just kind of, you know, the big corporations came in and us small operations we got. Yep. And I didn't sell and I should have sold and then here we are. Actually. We, no car. <laughs> speaking to the dairy farming thing, a lot of dairy farmers, that's why they've become uh, small time cheesemakers because the money is way better in cheesemaking mm-hmm. than it is in just dairy farming. Oh, but, so let's note. introduce ourselves to Carrie. Fuck. We oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He has no idea. Uh, uh, we've been sitting yeah, in his we've basement met briefly. For, Direct, directly <laughs> yeah. across from me, uh, mm-hmm. stage across, I guess you would call, whatever, is uh, Felicia Entwistle. Yay. Who is, our, who is the president of Atheist of Utah. I know you, we want to downplay that, yeah. but, but the thing is, it's, it's a fucking great title to have. <laughs> Own it. And she right. is one of the resident cheesemongers at a local... Friendly uh, neighborhood grocer that yes. we don't name we don't specifically. Name because yeah. we don't want to have to explain things. <laughs> and then to my right, we have uh, Kyle Steenblick. Uh, you guys know listening to the show, but we're introducing ourselves for Carrie because we might not remember who or don't matter anyway. Well, we thought it would. We thought it was about time because yeah. we've been sitting in his basement for about half an hour. <laughs> Meet the atheists. And he, he's had this glazed look on his eye the whole time, going, "I don't know." Oh, there's I always there's, there's, I always do. There's beardy. <laughs> there's there's like bangy, and then <laughs> <laughs> you're all familiar faces, and I and I know you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am so bad with names, though. Because oh, I, I meet so many people, yeah. and I can never remember any of their names. And, mm-hmm. and, and so they walk away going, when I see them in the stores, I'm like, hey, you. You didn't even remember my name. <laughs> You're in great company. I don't remember anyone's name. You can't be offended by it, especially when yeah. you meet as many people as you do. It's, it's just weird. Anyway. Yeah, yes. that's so, something and, I'm actively working mm-hmm. on myself. I repeat their name back to them and look them in the eyes. You know, I tried that because mm. I uh, didn't work. I just didn't no. take. I can't do division either, so it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I just embrace. I, I just embrace the fact that I'm not going to remember anybody's name. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, well, everybody has a. a you're a, where a, I'm a at. fairly offensive yeah. nickname that I've assigned to them in my own head. <laughs> <laughs> and me, of course, I am X. I used to go by the moniker Excremento on yes. the, the forums, mm-hmm. but. Yes. Those blew up, <laughs> which is a good thing because I've gotten a lot more productive. <laughs> you know, for as many have cursed me of blowing up those forums, yeah, more have thanked me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, Poor Jeff a, Weiss. Uh, <laughs> it was for his sanity <laughs> that really I had. To, I finally had to shut them down. I just looked at the post count, and it was like me, him, and like two other people were dueling for yeah <laughs> because his count of posts. Because I would occasionally get an email. Can you believe what this asshole is saying? <laughs> I'm like, Jeff, God, would you step away? Oh, Go that, outside. No, real life. Real life, Jeff. Real life. <laughs> that, that kind of feels like our Atheists of Utah closed Facebook group right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a Facebook group that's about 3,400 people on it mm-hmm. right yeah. now. And 
we have eight full-time mods and I'm one of them and we are just constantly putting out stupid ass fires from people and just just it's terrible. Listen, and this is this goes with the geek community, this goes with the atheist community, all right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to change anybody's minds. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change Kyle's mind about Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So don't bother. Yep. You know, you you got your belief system, he's got his that person has theirs, and no amount of pounding on the keyboard yep. is going to change their world. Your world. it's going to make your world worse. No, it's just going to stress <laughs> you out and make you pissed off. Yeah, mm-hmm. which which is why I'm not active on Facebook yeah. hardly at all. Yeah, that's wise. I can't blame you. That's why it's <laughs> because it's a lot of that. Yep. It's it's a lot of political sniping back and forth, <laughs> and I'll I'll read posts and I'll go, you that know, wasn't necessary at all. <laughs> I could I could educate this person with two sentences. Not gonna. Mm-hmm. Not gonna. I keep getting tagged in the feminist posts. I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, I can explain feminist theory again if you want. <laughs> well, for me, I get, I get tagged in all these dumb posts. And I had to come back out the other night. I was about two beers in. And I'm like, can a guy assemble furniture and drink heavily without being involved in this shit? On like 10 o'clock and on Saturday night. Like, Seriously. What the fuck are you people doing? <laughs> I know, I know. There's times I just look at my phone, I'm like, no, mm-mm, Put no. Away. So that's that's what I would just say to the, the atheist community, the mm-hmm. geek community, whatever community it is, mm-hmm. stay away from that shit. I, it's like, I'm glad you're really passionate about it, but at the same time, you know, you're not going to affect anybody's it, opinion and, on things. And the second that you whip that laptop open and, and think you're going to do it, stop and count to 10, yeah. seriously, mm-hmm. because you'll go, you know, I don't need to. I don't need to. It's not going to accomplish mm-hmm. anything. There so, are is, you? Sorry, sorry. I was uh, going to say, are you comfortable <laughs> with the with the label of atheist? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with it. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm not one of those really well educated or <laughs> philosophical about it. That's you know? not required. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. And we, in, in in my personal life, yeah. Well, we have a we we talk to people all the time. They're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't like using that term. I don't like being. I don't like having a label assigned to me or okay. you know this kind of thing. And it just becomes a. It's simple. It's one question. <laughs> Do you actively believe in a deity? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, you're not atheist. If it's no or I don't know. You're an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> well, if yeah, if you say I don't know to the do you actively believe, then it no, you don't actively believe. That's <laughs> and and that's something that I keep trying to tell people is like you you don't have to be like an atheist activist Mm-mm. like this loud like mouth yeah. right here that's talking. <laughs> well, what, what, uh, you don't have to do that. That's not just it, you. If you are without yeah. theism, you're an atheist. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be. I I gave up on learning the Bible. I gave up on that one. Well, well what, what you should what yeah. you should say is. It's not possible to say I don't know to a yes or no question. <laughs> God damn it. You can't so, actually straddle that fence. Okay, so then define theism. Belief in... Because I don't have any of that. What, what is it that <laughs> define that? It's, it's belief in uh, deity. A higher power, anything outside yeah, of nature yeah, or something, supernatural. Yeah, it's, it's a super... Oh, so, okay, it, if the yes. supernatural falls into it, then then yes, then I'm an atheist. Yeah, yeah there's, there's but, a supernatural. But I do have guiding forces in my life. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, no, 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 no. You're surrounded by them. You have you know? to. You, <laughs> <laughs> and they're awesome, and much of these have been a large influence on me as well. I mean, I, I learned more about life and heroics from R2-D2 yep. and Captain America and Captain Kirk than I have in any 
you know, sacred text. Yeah, yeah Doctor Doctor Who might as well be my god. <laughs> <laughs> he has all the powers of him. Yeah, he does. But yeah. he, well, apparently he was reading a Quran a couple of weeks ago and dropped yeah. it off in the wrong time period. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> that <in the> <laughs> no. Did, did you Did you I, hear about that, Carrie? I didn't hear about. Did that I, we, not we follow up. We follow a lot of these fun stories because it's just uh-huh. funny to rip on them a little bit. I don't bit have and, time to be a nerd anymore. It's killing me. No, no, no. This, was, this wasn't a real story oh, or anything oh, like oh. that. But they they found a Quran that predates the birth of Muhammad. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. They did. Really? It's yeah. basically the same book. Okay, but the, the book was, they carbon dated it, and they got about his same birthday, and they yeah. overlap. And what? so there's no, they didn't have, like, paper factories back then, so mm. papers and books and stuff were really hard to come by. So that book had to exist a while before he came into existence. So mm-hmm. he took that and made it into his own. Wow. Yeah. So he, yeah. Joseph Smith. It's pretty, it's pretty much, it was almost identical with some with, names changed. Mm-hmm. Like wow. crossed out a couple names and wrote his own name. And, and wow, so it I came to pass. Yeah. Why well, haven't yeah. I heard about this? Because you stay off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was right. all over the Facebooks. Well, well and, that's and, why I didn't see it. Yeah. Most of like, a, I get my news <laughs> from the news. I was like, so another con man in charge of a religion? Surprise! Yeah. Moving on. I the one to touch children. I gotta, yeah. <laughs> yep. I gotta find this story and read this. this Have all the wives. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to hear uh, a certain somebody that you work with uh, apologize for. <laughs> <laughs> would it really be interesting? No. No. No, it would be. It, it would, would hurt. It, it, would, would, it, would, it would hurt. It would go off the rails right mm-hmm. away. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no, See, I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with the title Atheist, unless you got something better for me, you know. It's, yeah. Well, I think it'll do. For for <laughs> yeah. most of us, we don't want to claim a, a a positive or something. Yes, God exists. We can say we don't know. And when you say you don't know and you don't believe that there is one, that's about the best position to be in because mm-hmm. you don't have to prove it to anybody. Right. But there's a lot of people in the religious world that mm-hmm. think if you claim I don't believe in a god. Well, prove that there's no God. That's the one that yeah you get a lot. I don't have to, man. <laughs> That's not my job. It's your job. That's your job. Yeah, you're, you're, the one, the, you're the one selling the product. You're the one telling me a wizard did it. I, mean, <laughs> I think we already covered that one, though. Yeah. Didn't we? We covered that with Dan. Oh. Proof, yeah. pr- they're, they're, the proof that there is no God is that you can sit on your own balls. <laughs> <laughs> if you can sit on your own balls, there, yeah. there can't be a God. Well, that, no, balls in general, because you said that on a hot day, they can get twisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get twisted when you're walking down the street on a hot day. Yeah. And oh, you know, poor Dean Venture. You know, <laughs> with how many men have been like, man, I'm so glad that I'm a guy, I can pee standing up. I'm like, I, you know, I'm just going to start saying twisted balls on a hot day and multiple orgasms. Seriously, you got nothing. <laughs> you can throw the period in my face all you want, but no. Those things sound awful. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we quite literally got the short end of the stick. <laughs> Some of us worse than others. <laughs> so, um, I'm a- offended. I'm a testicular cancer survivor. I'm, I'm offended. No. Okay, so what's it been like working in your chosen profession as a non-believer? I mean, has it been somewhat okay? I mean, have they, has anybody ever, like, put you against the wall about it? or I have only occasionally mm-hmm. been... Accused of Mormon bashing, oh. <laughs> um, and, and to which point I always, you know, retort: Do you listen to the whole show? Because it's, it's everybody. It's yeah. not just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not just Mormons. It's you know when I see a contradictory point. That's the whole Isaac Hayes thing, where yeah. you're okay if you're okay with them offending everybody else, but if it's the one thing that you won't let them make jokes. <laughs> That's about. it. I quit the show. Uh, no, I, I it doesn't. It, I don't fly the flag. Yeah, like y'all. 
uh, at work. Um, <laughs> well, we're we're lucky that we can. Uh, we both work. Both Kyle and I work for the federal government. So oh, okay. They can't really. They can't say no, shit you, to us because if they do, we could suit your ass. For and, it, <laughs> and it's not my bosses. It's not the FCC. It's yeah. not anybody mm-hmm. making me. You know, kind yeah. of click it back a bit. It's yeah. me doing it because I know everyone that listens. Mm-hmm. All believe in different things. Yep. And yeah, I'm going to offend this person on Monday, but that same person's going to be cheering for me on Tuesday. <laughs> but if I pound one, you know, issue, yeah, which you know, let's be honest, from a from a financial standpoint in this area, would be a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If I were to do that every day on the show, I wouldn't have any money. I wouldn't have any nice studio. And you'd have eagle form breathing would, down your neck. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so it's not been an issue because I've known how far to take it, how how mm-hmm. where the line is drawn. Yeah. That's something that uh, that Bill and Gina and I pride ourselves on is knowing, mm-hmm. like in the Space Elder sketches, how far to take it. Yeah. Because there were a lot of times it, it was a mean script. <laughs> and we're like, that's kind of mean. Let's dial it back a bit here just... For, you know, because what we do, it's not like um, it's not like the freedom of the podcast world, yeah, right. or a, a subscription service like mm-hmm. an HBO. Mm-hmm. I mean, we the, the court of public opinion is very important to us, so much mm-hmm. so that it's rated every fifteen minutes of my day. <laughs> um, you know, I get these newscasters that come in and they go, "I really need help with sweeps." I'm like, oh, you've got one precious month to worry about. How nice. Oh, poor you. I'd like to show you my world. <laughs> yeah. Every, I've got to keep them with me for seven minutes. You know, I have to. They yeah. can't leave. They can't waver. Mm-hmm. I have to have them for this amount of time, every hour, every day, or I'm dead. I'm sorry that your sweep story about the perils of the puppies won't be you know, publicized properly. <laughs> I'm worried about my own ass right now, okay? Or Lovely alliteration, darling. But something under your sink is going to kill you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, you, that, and that's why we ask everybody to, instead of turning your radios off in the morning when you leave the house, just turn the volume down. Leave them on, leave, leave them, them, on, leave them tuned in. I'll leave them up. It's, it's the best burglar, burglar alarm that there is. Oh, yeah. Because I, I got this from, direct from criminals. They told me this. If you leave the TV on, mm-hmm. we won't, go into your house mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's a chance that you're there by yourself watching TV and you're a crazy gun packing nut and we don't <laughs> want that we just want your shit right you know? no yeah they do. that's why most yeah most robberies occur mm-hmm. uh, the biggest deterrent they've done with crime is a locked door because they they want as little trouble yeah. as possible mm-hmm. they yeah. really don't want to fight anyone over this yeah so leave your TV on yeah your electric bill will go up mm-hmm. a bit but it's worth it. Yeah, not like when there are tube TVs, for yeah. Christ's sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although, although the, the clock radio is an excellent option. It es- is. Especially if it's near a window. Exactly. That you can easily hear through. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this got off the rails. Oh, no. It did. <laughs> that is our show. <laughs> we have rails? <laughs> Just bounce around, find something to talk about. But, uh, yeah, that's why I'm not totally out on the air. Okay. Uh, just, just strictly from... Because, I mean, it's a weird, weird business that i'm in um <laughs> there are i mean we we are you know at the end of the day slaves to uh the money yeah we, mm-hmm. have, to be. we um, have to be i wish I, w- I wish i could find a way to do a subscription service and live off of that you know that would just <laughs> yeah. be terrific uh but uh you know have you guys thought of doing like a patreon for geek show 
That's a, that's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Actually, we can't for Geek Show because it's owned by it's the owned corporation. By the corporation. Yeah, it's yeah. owned. It's owned by my man and Logan. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we'll make something. You'd, you'd have to change. I'd have to on Fleek Show. I'd have to. Oh, that's good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I owe you a Coke for that one. Yay! <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, but anyway, your show. Uh, Go ahead. Anyway, that was on, that was that's on the air, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about off the air, Carrie, for Geek Show. Mm-hmm. Um, not self styled because everybody else has thrust the crown upon you. As king of geeks in Utah. <laughs> and Kyle had something he wanted to say about that. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah I, I didn't vote for you. <laughs> that's, that's fine. You don't vote for a king. We're, we're keeping track of all the ones that didn't. <laughs> they will be dealt with. That goes next to the list of black listeners. There we go. <laughs> that's a celebrated haul, that is. I think we have 14 now. I'm very you know, excited. I, I always thought Lonnie was a joke that Jay was making a joke about until I... No, Lonnie's a real no. guy. He's he's a real guy and hilarious. Just hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So does, um, it, does it really get tiring having to tell the people of the geek world, especially here in Utah, to calm the fuck down? Um, it, it is tiresome. <laughs> it is tiresome. And I have been accused of uh, not being a true geek because I calmed down. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not up in arms about the latest whatever. Oh, God. They made Heimdall a black guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that. I'm yeah. so sick of that stuff. Because... No. He has to be white. I'm like, they're all white. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> well, it's just more people should honestly reserve judgment until the shit's there for real. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Like, we have people shitting on Suicide Squad that doesn't come out for another year. How can you? How can you? <laughs> and we have an old, you know... Saying on Geek Show, it says, This movie sucks based on the trailer. Listen to that sentence. Mm-hmm. Wait a second now. Mm-hmm. Calm down. <laughs> to, oh, to we're, be we're beyond that now. Mm-hmm. Now we're, ju- now we're, we're judging, judging casting calls. Yeah, we're judging nowadays. casting calls and promotional art. <laughs> let's, and let's not forget that Heath Ledger problem that, was that we exactly had. That's exactly what I was going to you know? say. Mm-hmm. That was exactly mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. Every time somebody gets pissed about casting, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. All he's, right. He's my <laughs> Joker. I mean, yeah, and oh. I grew up with Caesar. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's my Joker now, yeah, and that. I'm <laughs> but, really uh, looking forward to Leto playing him. Jared Leto, sorry, Leto. I'll, I'll have to ask Todd. They're personal friends. How you say Leto <laughs> or Leto? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, you know, it, it, I like to just watch the movies. So. Like <laughs> I don't really pay attention to the casting or anything because no, since that one moment, where I was like, I'm like the guy from A Knight's Tale is going to be the Joker. <laughs> this is going to be shitty, and then I was blown away. And so from that on, I'm like, just gonna, I'm just going to watch the movie and. Right and go with it. Exactly. I, well, I love me some Daniel yeah. Craig as James Bond. So he's my favorite Bond. Oh, uh, mine too. Yeah. and I loved Bond before that. We were so. we were extolling the virtues of Skyfall when we were over at mm-hmm. Einstein's just mm-hmm. a few minutes ago. I love that movie. Talking about that, like that was a great fucking movie. It no, was. It, it was, and 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 I grew up with Sean Connery as Bond, mm-hmm. and I got over it. You know. Yeah. So well, it's, I, easy, it's easy to get over when you start with a start with a movie like Casino Royale. Yeah. That was uh, more ball kicking. See, here. I started. <laughs> my dad, my dad trained me right, and we started with Sean Connery as James Bond, and I loved it. Fell in love with James Bond, and and was all about it. Was mm-hmm. very skeptical when a blonde man was going to be playing mm-hmm. Bond. Uh, fell in love with that. Then went back and tried to watch Sean mm-hmm. Connery, and the misogyny. I can't get past it. No, I'm it's like a, he's like it's he's amazing, like excuse me. He's like excuse me, girl. Well, the uh, fella's talking. He like slaps her ass, and like she just like okay, and she like walks up. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I understand. This is classic. That this is just the, yeah, this was the time and the call. I can't do it. Same reason mm-hmm. I can't watch Bad Men. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> like, 
and well, even and even as forward thinking as classic Star Trek was, there was still an element. Yeah, of that. There, oh, yes, yeah. there there yeah. definitely was, and it's ugh, cringe. Like whoever assigned me a female yeoman at Starfleet, I want to you know. Yeah, like, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the Aurora. Well, she just she's like she just she just is a secretary basically. <laughs> I mean, granted, yes, you know, it's like Whoopi Goldberg said. There's a black woman on TV, yeah. and she ain't no mate, and that mm-hmm. was significant. Mm-hmm. It really was, and, and that she's mattered. Kissing the captain. She didn't mm-hmm. want to, and. Good on her because she in that she didn't want to kiss him. She they were yeah. forced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember your classic Star Trek canon. <laughs> oh, but I love that story. That she went on comic book. I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love that story. Yeah. Shatner and Shatner and Nichols screwed up every alternate take where they didn't kiss. <laughs> absolutely love that. And and Michelle Nichols is absolute sweetheart. Oh, it, yeah. It's what what's interesting is is if you read the the complaint letters that TV stations got mm-hmm. uh, about that scene, yeah. mm-hmm. all from the South, <laughs> they well, had a problem with it. It kind of falls into the the nowadays we have with gay marriage, and we were we were talking about it last night when we did the show. We went off on Kim Davis for an hour. Oh, oh and still. not not because of Kim Davis, but because of all the assholes that are defending this lady, They're just coming out of the woodwork. Oh. Your religious religious is uh, religion is being persecuted. And, you know she's being thrown in jail. She's not offered bail. You know. It's a... But the thing is, though, when <laughs> they tired ache. when they say that she's being arrested because she's Christian, that's just, I, I think not. I think even they know in their heart that they're wrong, mm-hmm. but they just can't admit it. Yeah. Well, you Christian know? persecution is built into the faith. That's part of being a Christian, even though that's. Never happened. Convenient, isn't it? Yeah. No. Even uh, you hear about you know Christians being thrown to the lions in the Colosseum. Never fucking happened. It didn't? They, no. no. Really? No. They no. made it all up. The Romans didn't give a shit who which god you believed in. Really? Totally adopted Jesus into their mm-hmm. uh, what the Parthenon? The, the Pantheon. Yeah, the Pantheon. Thank you. They yep. uh, which they showed in the Parthenon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, uh, just, let's just call it the giant god house okay. yeah uh, they they adopted Jesus in uh, as long as you paid your taxes and didn't speak out against the government they didn't give a shit they did mm-hmm. crucify rebellious Jewish rebels um, amongst other people who were trying to uh, turn people against the Roman government and so they were politically killed but Christians were never ever targeted for being Christian Rome didn't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> It was I, too big to give a fuck. All, <laughs> all I got was an Ebo school district yeah. education. I'll have to take your word for that. Or the, the other, the other mind melter. That's the the common myth with the with Christianity is the the Jewish slaves in Israel. I mean, yeah, Israel, in Egypt. Egypt. Sorry. Yeah, never. Uh, There's Jews no evidence were never, really of not, Jews being held as slaves. Just because they were, I'm sure there were well, Jews. It's, they it's, were, right, it's right there in the Bible, guys. It says it right there. <laughs> in the Bible, yeah. But uh, actually, yeah, just Egypt like, didn't care what religion they no, were. Either. Just like I can grab this comic book that tells me how true Spider-Man is. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm getting is, is that you're a Christian to the lion's denier, is what you are. The <laughs> <laughs> term created right here. You can have that. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Beyond the next series of t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> you mean the first? We haven't even done that. I know, that. I know. I need a coffee mug that says Utah Outcast. But how fucking cool is it? We got Carrie Jackson. I know. We're, like 12, I know. we're only like 12 <laughs> episodes in and we got the guy. And we're here. This is seriously a bucket list cross off item for no, me. No, yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. <laughs> it's just, it, it's my toy room. Um, there was a lot more of it. I love the Excelsior Red. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah this is Excelsior Red. That's the name of the paint. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's an actual paint. You can get it at Sherman Williams or some, some company. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's. 
my mother, uh, well, it wasn't my mom so much, it was my dad, who mm-hmm. always said, uh, you know, you're spending all that time in front of that TV reading them comic books. What good's it going to do you? <laughs> you need to come out and learn how to fix the car. You need to come with me. Where I'm, I'm replacing the radiator. You need to learn how to fix this stuff. And I, what a shitty little kid, said, Dad, I'll hire a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and what a shitty thing to say to your father who's trying to help you, you know. But it worked out okay for me. Mom even it said that. Too. Mom even said that a few years before she died. It's like, you know, I'm sorry I... I scooted you away from the TV as much and encouraged you to play outside. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> Although she was great. She was, uh, she was one who actually kind of facilitated it uh, because she would let me fake sick <laughs> to stay home and watch the big money movie if War of the Worlds was on, Ooh. you know, or classic mm-hmm. sci-fi film. She would let me stay up late to watch Nightmare Theater, you know, and nice. all that. Uh, so she kind of encouraged it. I still bless my grandparents for letting me have uh, unfettered access to Showtime and Cinemax and all the movie <laughs> channels when I was about nine. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad wanted it for football. We're getting cable for football, which was great because it also had these other channels, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And he didn't know what was going on them. He had no idea about Lady Chatterley's lover and how important it was. That was she had no idea. That was one of the first. Yes. <laughs> What's wrong down here? What the? <laughs> no, my, my awakening that way was, was Julie Newmar, as we were talking yeah. about earlier. Julie Newmar was the first. See, I couldn't remember who it was. It was Shannon that liked Batgirl. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he liked, he liked Batgirl. I didn't, I didn't discriminate between the two. I, I just, I've always I'm, loved like Catwoman in pretty much every aspect. So Kyle CV as a young man looked like the Vaseline screens you get from the old Star Trek. <laughs> and here's and here's the thing about the the Catwoman, the Halle Berry one, the much reviled and hated. Yeah, <laughs> for good reason. For good reason. That's a silly movie. But you know what you do? <laughs> you watch it with the sound down. <laughs> no. And just I fast forward it. to what, to once she gets into a costume, then you're good. <laughs> then you're good. Then it's wonderful because it's fucking Halle Berry in a leather outfit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh Christ, what drink was it she ordered when she went to the bar? I'll have a a white Russian without the without the Kahlua <laughs> and without the vodka. Or it, it, it was yes. milk. God damn it! You just ordered a glass of milk the hardest <laughs> way you possibly could. <laughs> I want to see how they resurrect Catwoman in this new DC movie universe. Because I'm, you know they will. They've oh, got yeah. to. You, I'm genuinely woman. excited for it. Because, But it, you can't get the DC guys to give them a break. And, it's, it's, and, it's, yeah, I, I say it all the time. And that, uh, you know, Marvel, I'm, I'm a Marvel fan. Yeah. I admit mm-hmm. it. I, I don't know much about DC. I'm learning more. Um, but uh, I, I got to say our Marvel movies are just knocking it out of the park. <laughs> but DC owns television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they own, really they own the, do. And the cartoons, I think. Yeah. I just watched uh, Doomsday. Oh, uh, God, that was a yeah. good one. <laughs> uh, I just watched it just the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman, Batman, Doomsday. I even watched, the, what was the most recent one I saw? The uh, the Lego one. The Lego, the Lego uh, L- uh, Justice League that they have that yeah. came out. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. It's great. <laughs> the Doomsday thing, though, I noticed the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. We're really, I mean, for this, what's the cartoon we're talking about? Yeah. We're really well choreographed. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like they. Almost like they did rotoscoping. Yeah. Like they used to do with it's the. It's like they did stuff. actual fight scenes and then just a little draw over that. There, go. They, <laughs> it, that's probably not unlikely. Uh, there's nothing quite, there's no good way to fake human movement. Really? Yeah. No. It, it it was just amazingly well, fluid. Nowadays, it'd probably be mocap. I mean, more yeah. than anything. So. Yeah. I mean, there's. There, I totally believe that Wonder Woman was doing all those fights. It was just completely amazing. Just great. See, and for me, DC was one of the ones that I 
started following when, from a young age because uh, you know just Batman. I was always Batman, 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 Superman. Mm-hmm. You know all the 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 giant gods of the, the 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 comic universe. I didn't get access to Marvel stuff too much mm-hmm. because my friends friends were all Marvel stuff, Marvel zombies. They liked the X Men a lot and everything, and I liked the X Men just fine. But it, for me, it was always about Batman. What's going on mm-hmm. with Batman? You mm-hmm. know, he's not really a superhero. He is a detective who beats people up and he's rich he's, he's a rich guy that beats people up yeah that sounds awesome i love that joke uh yeah for me it was uh just watching t- the cartoons i had no concept of dc marvel i knew i liked all of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i always had a certain fascination with superman uh which sort of kind of dwindled because i uh i had a hard time finding a movie that actually <laughs> captured the fascination that I had with the mythology. Yeah. Like nothing really grabbed me. So You didn't think that the first one was uh, pretty The Richard Donner before my time didn't. No. <laughs> See, <laughs> See, unfortunately, I grew up as a kid named Christopher Reed <laughs> in the 1980s. Because, and so, you know, because I'm I'm told by, you know, hardcore Superman fans yeah. that they still hold that one up as as mm-hmm. first and second were I wasn't great, ever a hardcore especially one. the the Donner cut that you can get of Superman too. Oh, I hear yeah. that. I hear it's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love hearing the stories about Marlon Brando. Yeah. On the set. Mm-hmm. This is any stories of Brando <laughs> and how he's telling Richard Donner, I don't think that Jor-El should be portrayed as a human being, a person with arms and legs. I think he should be like a like a green bagel. <laughs> you know, because Bring he's Bring me the butter. Because he's beyond that. He's, you know, <laughs> any story about Brando in production of any movies. That's fantastic. Brando and who, who else is it? The Citizen Kane guy. Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Any yeah. story with him, especially selling frozen peas and yes. <laughs> There's always a great story. <laughs> like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> all right. I, oh, man. It's your show. What, yep. no, what I, are that, we doing? That's the, that's all I had for really for questions right now. Is, there is that anything, it? Is there anything you had, Kyle? We did? Uh, well, if we want to back up to being king of the geeks. Oh, yeah. You did oh, have more to oh, yeah. on that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. We tangentially go off on all we, things. Yeah, we're so good <laughs> at this. This happens. Oh, yeah. If we, want, if we wanted to back up to, to, back up to that, uh, what I wanted to ask is, do, do we, as geeks... As a community, mm-hmm. need a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> do do we need do we need a king? Do we need somebody to remind us to calm the fuck down or to to leave shit yes. alone? Yes, yes, we do. Are we that unruly? <laughs> it's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> I'll say that uh, because it was it was it was the internet forums and all of that yeah. that really fanned it. Um, when when the community people could finally come out of the the woodwork and they could finally yeah. have a community where they can come together mm-hmm. and talk about this stuff, mm-hmm. that's when it. I we maybe we don't need a leader, but we need mm-hmm. to remind each other that we're human beings, mm-hmm. yeah, and we have feelings, and you know I don't like Harry Potter, but I'm not going to shit on it. You know, <laughs> I saw a couple. Yep, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. You know, that I do that a lot now. I'll watch a show and I'll say, I get it. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's that's what you need to start doing. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I, I got a letter from a, a girl who went to a comic book store and. Uh, oh, is this the one that got yeah. shit on by the people in the store? You're and, not a real mm-hmm. geek. And they started with the you're not a real geek thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I hate that. And it happens more to women. Yeah, it does. Than, than any 
anyone. Especially, and, you know, women who are more attractive, it's, oh, you just want attention. Like if they wear a sexy outfit or something. And I'm thrilled that you're here and want attention. <laughs> if that's your motivation, I'm thrilled. I'm not going to shit right? on that. Are we really going to complain? You know, I have to remind geeks sometimes, and I tell the story a million times, mm-hmm. my first sci-fi convention was at a Provo Holiday Inn. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I think, 16 or 15 and I was so excited because Sheba from Battlestar Galactica was going to be there. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you know what? She was the only female in the room. Oh. <laughs> and none of us were brave enough to go up and say hi. That's a whole lot of hover You know? Right <laughs> and, and now you're complaining about girls at conventions? God, you have no idea how thrilled I am that girls are in I'm going to tell you right now, it's mm-hmm. it's fairly easy to get attention as a female. Like, it's... You, yeah. <laughs> no, I, it I, just, I, really? I, I've, always, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always suspected... I've always suspected that, and, and I thank you for confirming that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fairly easy and often not invited... But if I'm good, if I want attention, I can get it for free. I don't need to pay to get into a convention and pay for a costume Brilliant. and pay for all of that exactly. to get attention. And, 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 and let's be honest, you're just here trying to impress people. You? You're t- <laughs> She's trying to impress us? <laughs> then there's something wrong with her if that's her motivation. <laughs> I think she's here because she's a fan. And yes, let's, because I, I, get, I garner genuine enjoyment mm-hmm. and fulfillment from these and then, stories. Yeah, and and that's, that's where it becomes a problem because we're so happy to have you here. You know, <laughs> we, we really are. And then it becomes a contest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then it becomes a, well, have you read Killing Joke? Nope. You know what? Maybe she hasn't, because it's an older book. Well, you're not a true Batman fan unless you've read Killing Joke. Uh, you know, that's the kind of shit that yeah, I have a it's problem just, It's the no true Scotsman fallacy, yeah, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, no Which true. is bullshit. It's, it's just so funny no. how there's so many parallels between mm-hmm. the geek world and the, uh, the atheist <laughs> world. And Which just, is one of the reasons why we do the, the outcast. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so well, well, exactly. And, but the, getting back to the original topic that yeah. you started mm-hmm. with, it, it becomes, well, I don't like that term. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that term atheist. I think it should be something else. That's the same thing to me as you're not a true Batman fan. <laughs> it's the same argument. You know what? Yep. I like Batman. I haven't read all that shit. Yeah. I can still call myself a Batman fan. Yeah. And if you got a problem with it, well, that's your problem about because all, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Yeah. About all you need to be a Batman fan is to realize his name is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He has money. Yeah. He fights crime. Exactly. <laughs> that's it's, all you need. Yeah. I mean, we get. And that you enjoy like, it. I, I have just started reading. I grabbed it. I didn't realize that you go to the public mm-hmm. library and get a lot of fucking comic books to read. <laughs> and so I'm reading The Dark Knight Returns for the first time. And I'm like, this is pretty awesome. And I look at the date and I'm like, holy shit, this yeah. is a while back, man. Fucking, fucking Reagan is in it. You know? <laughs> That's amazing. Reagan is a character in that book. Man. You know? <laughs> yes. I, I was always more of a book nerd. So um, Books. Books. books with, mm-hmm. you, the ones without pictures. Yes, the ones without pictures. Books. It figures. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel like sometimes uh, I... I a little bit on the outside because I didn't do the comic book thing and uh, I just kind of did television shows and everything but I'm like but I, I really enjoyed it and <laughs> I researched the mythologies just because I thought they were interesting I couldn't get into the comic thing but I'm like not saying that there's anything wrong with comics <laughs> like, but, the, but that's the thing that's that's fine yeah and that's that, can I enjoy myself yeah, damn it welcome to the table Thank I mean you, you know yes. that's what it is it's the same thing in the atheist community mm-hmm. I yeah think that it sometimes, is. It really is sometimes oh. we are dicks <laughs> 
And I say we in the royal collective, we. <laughs> it's just a little too aggressive. I mean, yeah. there's the joke about vegans that is also about <laughs> atheists, you and, know? How do you know? And He'll bring it up. And <laughs> Crossfitter, that's a whole religion. But, but yeah, I think that we, collective we, the atheist community, we can be dicks about this sometimes, you well, know? And I think it comes a lot from how it was in the geek community, yeah. where you were punished for being mm-hmm. a geek. Yeah. I think we all need to calm the fuck down. We do. You know? We gotta get... But no. at the same time, we do need more people out there saying that it is okay to be this person. Like, now now yeah. it is chic to be geek, and I'm, I'm happy for that. Well, yeah, but you don't need to be pounding people's doors down. Yeah. That's their yeah. approach. You don't need to be an evangelist. You know? Yeah, no. You know? The best way that you can spread the word about atheism, <laughs> really, is the same... It, it, it's just living a good and happy life. Mm-hmm. Showing and, somebody. And you being know. a great example yeah. and successful. Yeah. And then people come and get to know you. Yeah. That's how I've made more converts, really, yeah. mm-hmm. than really. anything. Yeah. Is is not through shows or podcasts. It's yep. just you know, being happy and successful and then people come to you and they and they and they get to know you and they realize that you don't answer to someone, a magic person. Yep. And you have no guilt about a lot of and, shit. That you and, <laughs> and then they come forward and they go, how do you do it? You mm-hmm. know, and, and, and don't be a dick when they ask stupid questions. <laughs> don't, don't be that guy in the comic book store who says you, you're not a true Batman fan unless you've read. And yeah. Don't I, be I'm a dick with your answers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Just, they're coming into this. They're the new geek. They're the new atheist. I've trained. I've trained several it. of them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I there was this one couple. They're adorable, and and I'm bringing them in, and I'm bringing them in, and and then I had to explain to them, no, just because you're an atheist doesn't mean that those vows of marriage that you took are gone. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you're still you made that promise. Yeah. to a person mm-hmm. that it, means does it, something. Does it, well, does you know? it still mean something to you? Does, exactly. You don't mm-hmm. have. Well, you get a lot of atheists. Well. It, can I celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. not? Why not? It, but I, what if I don't want to? Then you don't. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you do. You get a lot of that. Uh, and you'll, unfortunately, there are a lot of, uh, especially I think people who are just fairly new to atheism, they're still harboring mm-hmm. a lot of anger and resentment about the way religion treated mm-hmm. them or how it messed mm-hmm. with their heads. Yeah, Luckily, I didn't really have that because religion wasn't really a huge part of my life Uh I mean, I was a Catholic, but hippie Catholics. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't... It, when I told my parents I was an atheist, it was, okay. Like, <laughs> and that's the I, way it so, should be. Yeah, and I, yeah. so I didn't get a lot of that anger, but I do know that there were a lot of people who were really, truly harmed yeah. by religion, and, and it really... It, it kind of messed them up for a long time. And so when people come to them with questions, <laughs> when people come to them with questions like, well, you know, what... How do you be a good person? They get offended and mm-hmm. they and they become defensive and angry. Mm-hmm. And I understand it to a level, but at the same time, you go, okay, they're not you. Remember mm-hmm. that their perspective is different and they have genuine curiosity. My biggest way with the atheist thing is, yeah, I, I am very open about mm-hmm. it, uh, but I'll just tell people, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the president of a nonprofit here. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, what do you guys, uh, what is it? And I'm like, oh, atheists of Utah. And like, or I'll be like, oh, I'm going and doing this with the atheists. Like, and people are like, okay. Like, I treat it like it's just a thing, like just something I and do. And that's the way it should be. And I don't, it, yeah. I don't get into the theological debates with them unless they want to talk to me. Yeah, it's just the worst thing I think that we as atheists can can do is is be dicks about it. And and so when someone comes to you, don't be condescending. No. Don't act <laughs> don't. all superior. Uh, don't use, you know, 
what you think is is a, a harmless thing, but to them is actually hurtful. When you know when I say the magic man in the sky, that's hurtful to them. You know, <laughs> I'm saying it here because we're all here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, when when you're talking to to people who are believers, have a genuine belief have in a, this stuff. Yeah. yeah, have a respect, a certain respect, and and be cool about it because mm-hmm. you being cool about it is just going to make them curious. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and they're going to come to you and and ask you that you know stupid question. How do you be a nice person without the fear of God? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, to us, it's a dumb question. To them, they genuinely don't know. Well, they've been told that you yeah. can't. They, that yeah. They've been told that yeah. God is the thing that makes them good. And without God, they are a horrible, mm-hmm. broken exactly. sinner that is going to hell. And that's, <laughs> and, that's, and that's hardwired in their head. And you can't just take something that important mm-hmm. to them and just toss it well, aside. Well, and real you know? and true, genuine fear, you know, the, yeah. and, and that's... Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, when I was on Radio from Hell, mm-hmm. the first thing was, well, you're going to burn in Lake of Fire. And <laughs> <laughs> that was the first call we got, which... Oh, the poor know, Lake of Fire guy. Yeah, poorly. <laughs> but I, uh, first of all, I don't have anything to get angry about. No. I really don't. I mean, I, I do get angry when uh, religion does harm in a general sense, mm-hmm. but I don't have, I don't get angry at the individuals. Uh, well, unless they totally deserve it, like a one Kim Davis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, fu- but fuck her individually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and and even, even our, our answer to that can't be really shitty. We just need to point out the facts. Well, yeah, that one. Because we've got them and mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. And, and that will win. We but, don't have to yell our facts or pound our table with our facts because they're there. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very simple. And we, so with him, uh, the only thing I said was, well, for me to take your threats of violence that are used to control people seriously, you have to prove that it's a possibility mm-hmm. first. Which was a great answer. And, so. <laughs> we, and for, for the most part, atheists have a, you have to show me empirical evidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to verify this kind of stuff. Which, you know what, a lot of atheists really need to remember, if you're going to claim yourself as a skeptic, stop making positive claims. Stop <laughs> stop getting mad at people because they're like, I had this, they're like, I'm not sure if ghosts exist, but I had this thing happen that I can't explain. And then some atheists, oh, you're atheisting wrong. And stop, <laughs> yeah. stop with that shit, yeah. guys. See, that's, that's you're not a true Batman fan. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, they that's do why it. I'm trying to make the parallels some way that, you know, mm-hmm. y'all can understand. We got to be cool to each other. Yeah, you know? we do. There's a like, lot to Welcome them in. You know, I'm glad that there are strangers in my comic book store. Well, I'm glad I, that there are people asking me about this and mm-hmm. I can talk to them about it. You yeah. Know? You're not going to get anybody coming to your side by picketing funerals by telling Ugh, people they're going yeah. to hell holding up giant signs if you do any of these 1300 things on the sign you're going to hell yeah. which I don't get I mean we had the atheist convention same time as um, it was uh, Comic Con last year wasn't it yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah, someone yeah. asked me if I was going to go to. And I said, I don't they sort were of, like competing at the <laughs> same booked. time. I'm like, Fuck, yeah. I really want to go to one, but I can't. I'm booked. <laughs> I remember, yeah, there was there was protesters, and I was like, well, oh, but the atheists are here. It was a bad time in my life. Well, I, really I came out of I came out of the Salt Palace, and there was a guy standing out front, blowing on this giant horn, like twisted horn kind of thing, warning about the three blood moons of this year. Nice, you know. And you said, which Lord of the Rings is that? Well, <laughs> I, he's like, this is an omen this is something this is something else and i'm like no it's called newtonian physics <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen spatial bodies you know they eventually block each other out because they get in front of each other in the sun <laughs> and then also as atheists we got to realize that there are just some people who are not going to come around no yeah and they never will and you just gotta yeah don't mm-hmm. you, you know what uh just I, let them go yeah you know i think anybody that. beyond the i mean Fight beyond the- beyond carrie's generation there's not a lot of people you're going to be able to 
have them come over at, at a, I mean, I'm not saying later time of life or anything, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. <laughs> when they grew, when you grow up at a certain time, when, when McCarthyism was a big thing, yeah. when, you know, you, you can't be a communist, you can't be socialist because that makes you a godless person and therefore mm-hmm. bad and wrong. And we're going to send you to prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get a lot of people that profess from that age. Yeah. That say, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm oh, the, the stories I could tell you. Oh, <laughs> I remember when uh, a couple of great memories from childhood. Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, oh, Madeline Murray O'Hare. Oh yeah, yes. yep. She was gonna come and get you in your sleep. You know? <laughs> oh my! I mean, she was she was she had magical powers, or you know, I mean, she was oh, that. That's fabulous. she was that big. Can she, I can I know? get develop that reputation? She was. I want to. I want to be seen as a witch. Come on. And and then when you look back. Yeah, she. You know, it's it's like, just an it's like it's like the legend of Paul Bunyan. I use it as an example all the time. I believe there was a guy named Paul Bunyan. I bet he was a really good lumberjack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Probably was big and he. Oh yeah, he's probably I don't, a huge guy. I don't think he was twenty feet tall. I don't think he had a big blue ox named Babe. But maybe he existed. You know, <laughs> it's the same with Madeline Marie O'Hara. Yeah, she was a real person. She didn't have all of these amazing abilities, and she wasn't going to. You know. It, you know, kill your children and all that. I was told all that stuff. Mm. What which a horrible just, person. Which we gotta, we gotta give you know? some love to the Satanic Temple, though, because they're kind of doing. That. They're, they're yeah, we're they don't believe it. Yeah, they don't believe. Even though any you're, it. even though you pick the losing team, <laughs> um, like why would you be a Satanist? Yeah, that's the losing team. I don't understand. Why would you choose that? Because but, the devil's actually the but good we guy. Love you. <laughs> In that book, oh, he's the good guy. It's, it's like uh, the people who voted for Lex Luthor. I get it. <laughs> Same thing. I get it. Well, we just like the fact that they're using their own the 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 opposition's own venom against them. Yeah, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the same coin. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, and they don't believe it either. And so, like, to go, it's tongue in cheek, really. Very, very it, all of it is tongue in cheek. It's all Levian, you know, like mm-hmm. wink, wink, Satan, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, like when they uh, well, they revealed the, the Baphomet statue. You had to sign. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about that. With the, they had to sign the the oath that you forget you give your soul to Satan. Yeah. Oh, good. They can he yeah. can, they so, can come and claim it. Well, let's at make any it time official with or without notice. Yeah. So you couldn't come see the unveiling of the statue unless you signed a contract that unequivocally in legalese mm-hmm. said that's funny using your real name yeah. false name from this point on before and after that's until, funny. <laughs> by signing below you you sign your soul over to satan the only and so, thing that would have made that better is if it was in blood <laughs> only thing i just i think that was absolutely brilliant that was the easiest way they found to run security <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like true we, believers we are can hire be... we can hire 50 security guards to try to keep people out that are going to try to get in. Or we can or, scare them. Yeah, or we can just scare them. <laughs> yeah. They're well, not going to come in. Soul. Yeah. That's, and <laughs> it's brilliant. And that's so hand brilliant. me that pen, bam. That is so <laughs> and then to cap it off, after they did the unveiling, there was man kissing on the front of the stage. It was just mm-hmm. completely set off the Christian ride. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> These people. And behind all that was a really awesome statue. Yeah. <laughs> Very well done. Very well made. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Belonged on a Rolling Stones cover. <laughs> well, that almost wraps it up for us here. Uh, Carrie, we usually have at the end of the show, uh, our, we do kind of like a feature thing at the end. We either give somebody our highs and lows for the week for what we went through or a oh. uh, stranger in a strange land where you talk about, you know, being an atheist within this wonderful state of Zion. Any kind of fun anecdote you might have with that, or just something you might want to share with anybody, and you can plug anything really. Hmm. Wow. Oh, I wish you'd. Have... Oh, sorry. I should have sent it ahead of time. Let me know. I, I, I would have. I would have I... something beautiful and profound. <laughs> Who wants to go first? No, you just need to go back and listen to Geek Show the the fireside chat just to have the profound feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I that teared that episode teared me up. 
I, uh, people want a, a, a yearly fireside chat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can do that. Don't <laughs> indulge him. No, that was it. Was it was fairly spontaneous? Like it was. It was. It didn't. I didn't plan it that way. It's right. Beautiful, but at the same time, I can only imagine being the one that has to give it. I could. It mm-hmm. must be soul wrenching. It just. It just. I. I remember. I. I thought. Well, I got to record a little something here, and the guys aren't around. I went. Oh, it'll be funny if I have a fire going. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to YouTube and you find the Yule log, the endless yeah, Yule log, yeah, yep. and you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't it just kind of spiraled it yeah. kind of spiraled after a few whiskeys it kind of spiraled <laughs> <laughs> we've all tend to do <laughs> we've all had, had days like that for sure yeah uh, alright let's see I'll go high and low um, this is so far the high I guess <laughs> like, this is pretty this is pretty and the week awesome. has just started yes well it's actually my weekend because I'll work retail that's so right. it's my Saturday that's so. right that's right and I got to sleep in have my coffee read my book yes and then I came over here and then I'm gonna spend the rest of the day with the fella so it's gonna be a good day <laughs> like, this will be the second time me and my boyfriend have ever had a day off together since we've been seeing each really? other yeah six months Second time we've ever had a whole day off together. You guys got to work on that schedule. Yeah. Uh, we're both very, very busy people. <laughs> and he has a kid half the time. So mm. it makes a, a uh, little But when he has a kid is generally when I am, you know, working all weekend and I've got atheist things going on. So it kind of works. <laughs> Not that he's opposed. He would come, he's, he's come with me to the atheist things. It's, he's, he's an atheist himself. So, uh, but, but I've got things going on and... He's got the kids, so it works out. Like those darn kids. But uh, let's see, low, no point. Um, oh, you know what? We forgot to ask about. I just, just the my my derp, my derp. Oh yeah, oh the derp. Sorry. My derp has the- to to reel it back about five minutes before we <laughs> yeah. started talking about this. Um, most of us have a person that we work with that we call the derp, mm-hmm. who <laughs> makes your job a living fucking hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where you know they might for for Kyle and I, it's the same guy, mm-hmm. and we've had to train him on how to do things multiple times. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. when you face him with the situation, you know you know how to do this. No, I don't. You've never showed me how to do this. Oh, this is just... Like, I have a hard copy that I made you sign that you did this. <laughs> Thank you. You did this. You Thank swore, you. You swore your soul right here. <laughs> so you're so, derp. So, we're, we're wondering if you have a derp. Yeah, we were going to I know you, you can't name names. So. I'm, I'm not going to. Okay, perfect. I'm not going to. That's fine. That's I don't want yeah, to don't, don't 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 cause any waves or no. you know, no. cause any strife. But, yeah. But I, at some point, you've had one. I have had at at, at past stations. Okay, perfect. You keep forgetting how long I've been doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have, uh, I, I realized the other day that at every one of my radio jobs, I've been physically threatened by a coworker. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought it, because I was, I was telling somebody a story about a, a coworker that I have now mm-hmm. that physically threatened me long time ago. And, uh, and then I said, yeah, it was like that one, my first job, I had a sales guy. Yeah. He, <laughs> Now, wait, there was a promotions director at this station. <laughs> and then there was the, the night guy at that country station. And I went over my resume. <laughs> and I have had someone physically threaten me at every one of my jobs. Eh, wow. So I, I, got, I got something. I'm like that. kind of concerned <laughs> that I don't know what I'm doing. Eh, I don't doing- know. What- Whatever Mine. you're doing, you're doing it right. I mean, <laughs> the whole physical threat thing is just alien to me. I, yeah. I, I just don't have that in me. Uh, I, I've you know. never risen Thank to the, you, the, yeah. the anger of fisticuffs. Yeah, you know? I've, I've never been the guy 
that gets angry at traffic and wants to punch the guy driving. That's, <laughs> even when someone is is yelling at me, it's not the first thing that comes to my mind. It's not wired into me, so yeah. I can't relate to that because I've always been able to use my words to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't know how to do that. How, yeah. very, how very Tyrion. And I, I think maybe that's what it is, yeah. is that it was somebody who doesn't know how to respond with words. That's all they got. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know? I, I, there is a correlation with uh, the amount of education people have and their quickness to physical violence to resolve altercation, to resolve conflict. So, I'll see. I have no excuse that uh, people the <laughs> <laughs> high school graduate. You know, well, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to be like actual certified education. Okay. It's how much mm-hmm. you want to. You you've educated yourself, or how much learnage. Yes. Well, and not to go too That's far down another rabbit hole. I think college these days is way way overplayed. It's I, not I, something you necessarily need. I, I spend a lot of time educating myself. Yeah. If I could, I would just take, you know, science and well, art I mean, classes forever. But that would be fun. Almost, almost nowadays, if, to get into your industry, Carrie, you have to have a communications degree or, you know, at least have a lot of time doing internships and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but but back then it was a you I, were thrust into it. I, I walked into the station in my small town and I said, mm-hmm. here I am. I uh, want to be on the radio. And mm-hmm. at the time, I thought I had an in because the owner, I was friends with his kid. And his kid was was the lone. They were the lone Baptist family in town, you know. Oh, so they, and they I, were outcasts too. And I and I played with his kid because we had this mutual love of Groucho Marx and things yeah. like that and Star Trek. <laughs> uh, so I hung out with him, and I thought, well, this will be easy. I'll go in. I know the guy. <laughs> I went in there. I said, "Here I am." <laughs> and he said, "Carrie, we gotta have a talk. <laughs> uh, you'll never, you'll never make it in radio. Oh. <laughs> your 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 voice is too high." But sometimes that's the push you need. At the to time, go. <laughs> there was only one guy on the radio with a high voice, and that was Skinny Johnny Mitchell, and he did oh, nights wow. at KCPX, <laughs> and he was huge. But everyone else on the dial was the the boss jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had that. Well, that family sold that station about two months later <laughs> to uh, another group out of California, and they changed the station. It had been country forever, a little AM daytimer, and it had been country forever, and then they changed it to uh, kind of a soft rock top 40 kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i went in there one day and there was one guy in there and he was doing everything he was queuing up the records this is back when they were records Mm -hmm. i'm looking looking at the youngster in the room there it is uh and and age comes up again between between the (laughs) records between the records he was running and doing paperwork and getting things ready and 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 i said uh, here i am uh i'm i want to do this. this i want to do this <laughs> and he looked at me and he went okay you're hired uh, <laughs> he was clearly in a desperate situation here do the shit work and for he me. says here help me with this you know and and immediately put yeah. me to work and then he mm-hmm. said all right your shift is sunday morning 6 a.m to noon mm-hmm. and you're gonna play all the god shows <laughs> <laughs> so i would you know get music of the spoken word ready on the reel to reel but I got to open the mic and give the legal ID. So that was, you know, click on the radio. It was, it was click on KHQN Spanish Fork and then start the program. (laughs) (laughs) But then after a while, he, he lost one of the programs. So it wasn't six hours of religious programming, which oddly filled some sort of FCC requirement at the time for Mm -hmm. community. No. Yeah, yeah, they were able to label religion as community participation. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
which doesn't happen anymore. Good. <laughs> but, uh, As it should be. But, yeah, we're talking about the old days. <laughs> um, so, uh, but then he finally says, all right, I'll let you do a live hour between 11 and noon on Sunday. And then it just kind of went from there. Nice. Yeah. But I found out as I was working there, who our mysterious owners were from California. Mm-hmm. The Hare Krishnas. <laughs> oh, so that's who. <laughs> and that's why that Hare Krishna temple mm-hmm. is there, and that mm-hmm. radio station was my first job. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned all about uh, how uh, Krishna... Uh, he, Krishna did you know? is interesting. <laughs> did you know that he invented all forms of dance? <laughs> I did not know that. It was in a pamphlet in the basement. You know, because while I'm playing these hour-long programs, I get Mm -hmm. bored. So I explore the basement of the radio station. I find all of these Hare Krishna pamphlets. And it's fascinating. He invented all forms of... No, it's true. No, 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 no. no, no. He invented all forms of dance. I'm just going to... Super crazy bullshit. No, no, because he was was stepping on the head of a many-headed serpent. Oh, See? and that oh. became dance. It's just that's just fact. You, you <laughs> tide goes in, tide goes out. Can't explain that exactly. <laughs> but uh, so that was I, I worked for Hari Krishna's for my first job. Oh boy, in the business. Wow. So I yeah, there you go. That's that's strange enough. Stranger in a strange land for me. I think that was yeah. That's that a would yes, be that was perfect. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. So, Kyle, what about you? Wait, no, we didn't get your oh, low. No, oh, my, yeah. You're low, sorry. Yeah, uh, we went from derp to the... You're, you're <laughs> derailed. I love podcasting. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just I, I'm just nervous because she, she's on the island by herself on Labor Day. So. <laughs> the derp. The derp. The, her derp. My derp. Oh, oh, my derp. Oh. So she's running things well, on Well, tell Carrie about how on much cheese, cheese she's island. ruined. Oh, God. It's just... That's so bad. <laughs> okay, so I really, really love my job. Uh-huh. And I can talk about cheese. Forever, and I, I would love to have that conversation. Yes, actually, my <laughs> wife needs to have that conversation. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love my job, and it's fantastic. Yes, and so I run uh, a cheese island modeled after a specialty cheese shop, mm-hmm. much like you see in Whole Foods, but I don't work for them. Okay, um, and uh, I, I have an assistant who has been doing this job longer than I have, uh, and claims that she knows nothing. I mean, she uh, she cut she ruined seventy dollars of a goat cheese because she it had ash on it, and she decided that meant it was a blue cheese, and um. she cut it after she yeah um because I've gone to people who know Jack Dick about this cheese. Yeah. I show them a picture and I go, "Is this a blue cheese?" And they go, "No," and I go, "Thank you." Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and, and and didn't it have on the package the name of it? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, okay, that so would be Humboldt Fog, Ash Ripen Goat Cheese. Delicious, by the way. Yes, mm. fabulous <laughs> cheese. Uh, I uh, I love it. Um, I love it all. But, um, <laughs> yes, it's a fabulous one. Uh, so she cut that after she cut blues, and this is uh, it, it's it's got a bloomy white rind on the outside, so it's got white mold. But this cheese will never ever develop a blue mold okay. ever. Uh, as it ages and ripens, it gets gooier and gooier. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. all it does. Um, it had blue mold all the way through it. Mm. I was like, I was like, what? Because like she left, she left me a note saying what she'd done, and she goes, "I cut all the blues," and then Humboldt Fog was on there. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and this is an expensive one, so that's that's mm-hmm. seventy dollars, right? And I just yeah. look at it and I'm like, "Oh my, how?" She, again, she's been doing this longer than me. Uh, there's been <laughs> twice now, I've had to throw away seventy plus dollars of the fresh mozzarella we make because mm-hmm. one time she made it taste like sand. Oh. I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, 
but it was gritty. Mozzarella is never. No, it's at, never. No. Mm-hmm. I've never had a unless it's fake. You know. The, yeah, the, I have yeah. no idea how she even possibly did this. Like I can't figure it out. And she told me it's because she used the wrong salt. Think about salt is even if it's the wrong one, it's gonna dissolve in water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how she did that. Uh, and then the other time she put brand new mozzarella on top of the stuff that I had made previously. So all the new stuff sold and all the stuff I made just expired. And it was another $70 mm. that I had to throw. <laughs> so I'm just constantly like Worried. looking at her stuff and going, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> and then we get a, ugh, then we got a health inspection Oh, while I was gone and uh, it didn't go well. Oh. And I'm, and like, they start telling me like all the things that we got marked off on. I'm like, I do that every day. What are you talking about? There is no way this happened. And uh, she didn't do it while I was gone and then wrote me notes taking credit for cleaning up these things because it needed to be done. And I'm like, because you didn't do it the day before. What are you talking about? I have talked to you about cleaning out the hand washing sink. I have talked to you about mopping every day. I have talked to you about cleaning off these shelves. How come it wasn't done? When the health inspector got here. <laughs> so that didn't look good for me. That was awesome. So, mm-hmm. And so she's currently at the job. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you're, now you're, I, I know you're, you're mostly not that atheist that I talked about. Not that geek, you know, the, yeah. the yeah. Mm-hmm. you're not a condescending cheese person, are you? Uh, no, no. I, I, mean, I when, really love to just talk to people about it. I love so, sharing it with people. I seriously, I, uh, people, it's really funny. People come up to me and they're like, so this is really embarrassing to ask the cheesemonger, but where's the Velveeta? <laughs> and then I say, it's not here. <laughs> and I laugh and I go, I like it with macaroni too. So don't, don't worry. Uh, I, I have turned into a cheese snob though for myself. Like okay. there are certain ones that I, 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 I just, won't eat anymore. I would just hate for you to, you know, to see you at work and, and someone asks for some sliced Gouda and you say it's howdah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Howda. Pronounce howda. I don't do that. I right. don't do that. I I will. Pre- I don't say howda mostly because people won't know what the no, hell I'm talking don't. about. Um, and then people will try to say it right to me, and they go gouda, and that's not correct either. Uh, but, it's howda. <laughs> but I just I just kind of go, oh yeah, it's right over here. Um, and then I will say things the correct way, like I, I pronounce it Parmigiano Reggiano, and I call, uh, oh, you're like Giada <laughs> and Santangel, you know, Santangel, Delice de Bergon, you know. I, I do, I do say it with the accent in the proper way, but I don't expect anyone else to oh, say it that way. It's your profession, you, you should yeah, do that. So, yeah. So, yeah, and, and well, and I think it gives people some confidence that I do know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. as, and I do. Um, there's, there is being a fan of things, and then there's being that fan. That of fan. But see, mm-hmm. I don't exactly. ever talk down to people. The, the, I, I do correct people fairly often when they're like, well, cheese is mold. And I go, no, no, no. It's bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly milk and bacteria. That's really, really all you're working with here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I spend a lot of time going, well, you know, let, what do you like? Let's expand on that. Let's, so, okay, so you like. Uh, pepper jack have you ever tried a young raw milk gouda mm-hmm. like i'm like like let's let's m- try new things here and see uh, that's that's the way to be in 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 in, in everything in everything really yeah, i mean yeah. because i'm i just flash back to uh, a wine snob that i met 
and I was asking him about certain kinds of wines, and he got all, you know, Defensive he became that and, yeah. wine snob, yeah. and, and it turned me off to wine for a very long time because mm-hmm. of that guy. Yeah, no, I just love you to know? share these things. That's, yeah. It's uh, part of the atheism thing. I think that there's such mm-hmm. there's there's such wonder and awe and, and beauty left in this world and this <laughs> universe, and when we... We cheapen it, it. Yeah. yeah. When we cheapen it by saying, "Oh, God just did it," you're missing the big picture. Mm-hmm. So with a and and I I see the harm that religion has done on varying varying levels, and and I feel like if we valued critical thinking, if we stopped treating faith like it was something to special because it's not, because mm-hmm. nobody values anybody else's faith. I have that whole rant. <laughs> uh, nobody values anybody else's faith. They just value the concept of faith. But if we if we took a step back and we valued critical thinking, if we valued skepticism and a demand for evidence, we could prevent a lot of harm in this world and we could actually have real discussions about moral things that we should be doing. And so I love to share the beauty and I want, I want people to see to enjoy this one life that they have. And that's what I want for people is to to be happy, to really, mm-hmm. truly be happy for themselves and to stop living with things that make them seem broken and like they're sinners. Uh, and then with it, when it comes to cheese, I just want to share it with people. I just want I just want people to enjoy uh, good food, but, good sex, good wine. But, you know, but, like, <laughs> but you got to let them in all of those categories do it in their own speed. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it, whether it's exploring atheism or cheese, yeah. you, you've got to let them I do. at their own speed. I do, you know? and I. And uh, what I get a lot is people go, "Well, you just love it so much that you make other people want to try it." And I go, "Well, that's that's hopefully all yeah. I can all I can do is mm-hmm. is share with you what mm-hmm. I get out of it, and maybe so when they come find your own. So way. when they come to you with the dumb questions, you just gotta be cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's that, that whole... scoff. Don't look down your nose. At exactly. I, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I definitely not. I I start to get mad when uh when it's people who take a pretentious attitude towards me, and they're just absolutely fucking wrong <laughs> like when people tell me about cheeses and they're like mm-hmm. well did you know this about cheese and they're absolutely wrong so you're that, being you're being mm-hmm. that batman fan mm-hmm. no, well yeah when, when, when they do that you're being mm-hmm. that batman fan so don't do that cheese don't, snob don't, me i'm <laughs> no, no not, not oh you. yeah talk, yeah yeah when i'm talking people, to the yeah the yes, royal yeah me. don't come to me and tell me about this <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and then act like i have no idea what i'm talking about you're, you're not you're not a real cheese fan unless you've unless you've tried the '87 blue. <laughs> exactly. Frank Miller loves well, that. Like, and I, I'm only bringing it up because I keep looking over at it. You wouldn't hand one of those beers right there in the six pack that this I gave one here? you. You would not hand one of those to a beginning beer drinker. No. Because they wouldn't, A, wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Although if a beginning beer drinker came to me and said, I'd like to try it, I would say, well, okay. Okay. You know, okay, it's, but be it's, prepared. Yeah. That's, say, I do that with cheeses all the time. It's like you can't you can't make somebody that is used to drinking Coors and Miller. Mm-hmm. You can't get, hand them a double IPA and be like, enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's going to be a shock. It's going to be like. But, hey, there, yeah, there's, there's some education there. And that's yeah. kind of what I do with people with atheism. I just tell them I'm an atheist. Mm-hmm. Or I mention it. Uh, oh, I've got this event. It's, uh, we're. You know, atheists of Utah, we're doing a good without God thing. For. Yeah. You know, I, I will just mention it. And then uh, I let them ask me from there. I just, I'm, I, I'm allowed to be open as an atheist mm-hmm. without forcing it. Yep. So I think that is quite enough of us uh, hogging oh, Carrie's good, time God. for today. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick beer story? Yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> you appreciate good beer. I right? love beer. God, mm. I love beer. So my, my father, I grew up in a Mormon household. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But he always had a Budweiser in the fridge, mm-hmm. I know and that story. was his—you know the story—it was his threat beer. Oh, <laughs> and he'd say, "Elma, 
if you keep up with this, if you keep saying whatever it is you're saying or doing whatever you're doing that's making him angry, I will go get that beer. <laughs> Don't make me go get that beer. It was his threat beer. Oh, that. <laughs> or he could drop the nuclear bomb and say, I'm going to the Wee Blue Inn over in Payson. It's a, a bar. It's the only bar in Payson at the time. So he would make that threat. And uh, then when he was at the bowling alley, he would have his he'd have his Budweiser. And yeah. Like mm-hmm. But he stopped drinking for he just stopped ha- having beer at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother died. Then he remarried this woman who was uber uber religious. That's a whole thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, once I get him, he just pulled back in. Um, <laughs> but we went bowling with him um, a few months ago and uh, he he was feeling pretty good his back was all right and he was he was throwing good he was doing well and I think he just got having a good time and he just said Carrie when you go out get me a beer <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my sister just that for a beer and she's like yay <laughs> so I go there and I think to myself well he hasn't had one in a long time I'll get him a good one I made that mistake. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. And so I got him, a, 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 it, it was a local brew, and mm-hmm. you know it's a very good beer. It yeah. really is. But he took the sip, and he, yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't like no. that. No. Oh. And that's when Michelle looked at me, and my sister looked at me and said, you should have just got him a Budweiser, because mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. his, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. That's his That's his. That's what they know. That's what he mm-hmm. knows, and this is too much. Yep. This is too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I went, oh, I blew it. I blew it. I could have had him back. I could have had him back. Yep. But I didn't. So All those hopes and dreams of mm-hmm. dad have whiskey with so me. So we can weave that into the bigger narrative of just don't force it. Don't just, force you know, it. Don't. So walk you know, away be, from the show. Don't be that person. Yeah. Be willing to have the conversation. And amongst friends, you can totally say, you know, sometimes so... Fuck religion. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when it's like they're... When it's used as a wedge. Yeah, when it's used as a wedge or when it's it's used to control... That's the that's when I speak out. That's when when I start seeing stuff like that. That's when I that's when I speak out. When I see you know, it's it's obvious the motivation behind the defunding of Planned Parenthood. You can say it's you can say it's one thing, but we know Mm -hmm. what you're really doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't address what you're really doing, and I won't address what you're really doing. I know why you're doing it, and you're a bad person for doing it. So if you want to have a fact argument, let's do that. Yep. Yep. The videos were altered. Boom. You know? Very, Mm -hmm. very altered. So if you're still pushing that, and the evidence is in on that, I know what you're really doing here. It's Mm -hmm. like when Herbie (laughs) said he's not going to fund Planned Parenthood. It's like, okay. Mm. Yeah, you're not. You're going to be not providing as little money as you were before. We we hate you for that fact, but at the same time, we know why you're doing it because it's an election year, and the guy that you're going to be going against is you well. Know. And that's the thing is, this the federal money. Yeah, he's yeah. just been the conduit. Yeah, when I heard yeah. when you guys had yeah. um, Spencer Cox on the other yeah. day, mm-hmm. he's just the conduit for the money. He's yeah. just now decided he's not the conduit anymore, <sighs> and and because of that. Boy, he was in trouble in this election, but that <laughs> helped him. That helped him. The it election really coming up. And so it warms my cold atheist heart to see <laughs> fellow atheists like Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. donated a billion dollars worth of shares yeah. to Planned Parenthood. 
Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, this was a matter of months ago before the big thing happened. Oh, before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But still, I didn't hear about this. Still, just a shitload of money. Advertising yeah, it was, not, it was not advertised. It, he, wasn't, it was something. There was he, no real press release. It was a pretty quiet transaction. Yeah, the, me, the media doesn't like picking it. up atheism stories. Yeah. <laughs> especially in Utah. <laughs> they really, yeah. Well, they will when it's that one time there's the one atheist, who guys who happens to be an atheist. Shot the guy. Islamic people. Yeah, yeah. but it yeah. had nothing to do with being an atheist or them being Islamic. It was yeah. because he was an asshole and they were in his parking spot. Yeah, Thanks, it was Mr. O'Reilly. Parking space. <laughs> yeah, but they will. They loved to point out that mm-hmm. he was an atheist that time. Yeah, but mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk about how the guy who just shot the camera, the camera woman, and her sound guy Where's was Jehovah's a Jehovah's a, Witness. Yep. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about that one. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's okay as long as it's is, as long Islamic as they're people, evil. Mm-hmm. Islamic people are atheists or witches or you know yep. Satanists. It's fine to talk about that, but if it's a good old Christian person. You know, yeah, no. We oh, just it was talk- mental health. It was mental health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it is mental health. Um, it always is. <laughs> but you know, the best thing that we could do for our parents and our uncles, aunts. What's that? Try to get them to stop watching Fox, Fox News. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. This because is. that's their chat room. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's on at my work. That is their chat room. That is where they get all angry mm-hmm. and angered up about mm-hmm. shit they don't need to be angered up about. If we mm-hmm. can walk away from our computers like that, yeah. that's the next job, is try to get your parents to walk away from that chat room. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that station so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that, but we talked about it when Dan was on last week. That's why we do shows like this, mm-hmm. yeah. is to be the counterpoint to it. It might take a hundred of our shows for that one episode of something to go away. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're out here, we're in force, and we're not going away. So. Yeah. So, Carrie, thank you. And we're not going away, and we're not trying to take away no. what you have. And that's that's a big misunderstanding. People yeah. think that we want all the churches shut down. I would mm-hmm. like them taxed, but yeah. that's another story. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not trying to shut down your church. We're not trying to Outlaw take it away religion. from We're yeah. not doing that. No. no, no. It's John Lennon said, whatever gets you through the night. And if that mm-hmm. gets you through the night, terrific. I'm all for that. Yeah. It's when you... Knock on my door with it. That's mm-hmm. that's that's where we have a problem. Especially when I have a no soliciting sign. <laughs> oh no, no! What do you think you're doing? And even no, and even no, then, we're not, I'm, we're not soliciting. No, please no. come in. And here's my wine and my cigarette. Let's have a talk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even go that far. Oh, I, I just, do. I just you know they they knock and they give their opening line and I, I go. No, thank you. And no, I, thank you guys. I have a good one. I don't mm-hmm. need to engage. You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change your mind. So I let's actually, walk away from the I computer. I actually disagree. I think yeah. I, I don't. I don't full on attack what they what they're saying, but I do start asking questions uh, and I start going, "Okay, well, why should I believe in your gods over say Thor?" I think that those kinds of things and having the discussion is important, uh, and also. I kind of like to terrify young men sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Those impressionable 19-year-old boys. I love to terrify them. (laughs) The best one... You just love love corrupting young boys. I do, I do. (laughs) Uh, I I like to ask them about uh, sexuality especially, and then they they get real scared. Well, yeah, I think you could get away with that. I don't think I'd be able to. No, no, I don't think that works so well. So, do you guys like watching wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) I always like telling them stories about all the missionaries I know that went, that were sent on their mission to cure being gay. Mm-hmm. Like, why? That's the worst thing you can do. That is a terrible You're throwing idea. them into a bedroom with another guy. You're, that's you know, 24 7. You're not allowed to be near women for two years. I don't think this is helping. Just hear the theme from, uh, what the hell is the movie called? Uh, <laughs> the one that Ang Lee did. Damn it, what's the name of the movie? Uh, Brokeback? Brokeback Mountain Mighty. playing in my head. The, you know, the lonely guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of cowboys eating Putin. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. You got, you got there before I did. Duh. So, Carrie, thank you so much for your time. We thank really you guys. appreciate it. 
We, we will be going down the list of other Geek Show podcast people, so mm-hmm. we expect more from us. We are not going away, well, like I, we said. I can't wait for the Demon Fear discussion with Shannon. Oh, that'll be oh, fun. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's, that'll be really that's interesting. A fun one. Because uh, Ghostbusters... The, about, well, The Exorcist is what really did it for <laughs> and, and And back when I was still under the influence, mm-hmm. it scared me. And now I watch. It's, it's an unwatchable film to me now. I mean, <laughs> your mother sucks cocks in hell. You know what? It, 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 what does it is when they say based on true story because I can get I can get completely freaked out if they're like, no, it's all bullshit. It's all fiction. Just enjoy the ride. I'm like, okay. But yeah. as soon as they say true story, I'm like, bullshit. I can't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's really what's really fun are the rules around what they can say. <laughs> where, where they they're based on a true story. Means something completely different inspired than when they say inspired, inspired by, by a true, true story and mm. when they say this really happened, inspired yeah. by actual events. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. so was Age of Ultron. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? that really happened. It did, man. I was there. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking wait for Civil War. Oh, it's gonna God be so damn good. Damn it, I can't it's wait. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask when we were talking about comics. Are, yes. you, are you reading the new Civil War series? I uh, the the uh, the one that takes place on Doom World, yes, yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying all that all that uh, Secret War stuff that they're oh, doing yeah. right now. Now, what's this I heard? That's that making me happy. Doom Every... forgot to put stars in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was busy. <laughs> yeah. He was busy doing other shit, and he forgot the stars. Being a uh-huh. god is hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I love all that stuff. I just it's just fascinating. And and and, and as atheists, you should really love the the mm-hmm. God Doom stuff. Oh, absolutely. It, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uh, parallels and comparisons <laughs> that they make mm-hmm. uh, with religion in that in that world. It's so good, though. It's so fun. But the one that I'm having the most fun with in that title is. Mm-hmm. Is uh, 1840, uh, what's it called? That's the uh, steampunk one, isn't it? No, but... it's the Old West ah, Captain okay. America. Captain America oh, is the sheriff yeah, of yeah, a small yeah. town. Mm-hmm. 1849, <laughs> I think it's called. Uh, you know, Steve Rogers, he's the sheriff. You've got the rich drunk in town, mm-hmm. Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> you know, you've got Hank Pym there. You've got Bruce Banner there, but they're all Old West equivalents of it. <laughs> I know it sounds odd. No, I, I'm digging it. But it works. <laughs> it totally works. I... I like I love all of that shit. I loved the musical episodes of Buffy. I like I love all of it. So. <laughs> but if you're just reading the Secret Wars title, just that, it's a mm-hmm. great read. It's a great it read. You don't have to be reading all those side ones. They're I, fun. Yeah, but. I love it when they do weird shit. I'm like, it, come on, Doctor Who is my favorite, and like that. Come on, they go weird mm-hmm. sometimes because they did. They did Howard the Human recently. Yeah. It was a one shot <laughs> issue, and it was brilliant. It was Howard the Duck was now a human mm-hmm. surrounded on a planet of animals, <laughs> and it was just brilliant. That's still one of the best scenes from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. for anybody <laughs> oh, that waited around for it. <laughs> Holy shit! Now, for dude, everybody that dude, grew up spoilers. with that shitty movie. <laughs> With the shitty, how, come on! It's been what? It's been over a year, year and a half now, I think. Are we at the point where you don't deserve it? Whatever. Yeah, you don't deserve it. I mean, and I and I found it. By the way, it's eighteen seventy two. Eighteen seventy two. The, the comic. That's series. it. I mm-hmm. I don't need to remember these things. They just show up in my hold yeah. at Doctor Volk. So I don't, I don't need to remember titles and things like yeah, that. Yeah, because my brain's full of enough shit that I don't mm-hmm. need to remember. Actually, actually, it all goes it, on my phone at this point. Yeah. Pick up Howard the Human, though. It was. It's one issue. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's in it, and he's a blind mouse. <laughs> it's just brilliant. It's, I love anyway, it. Sorry. I love it. Go ahead. So anyway, mm-hmm. thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to go down the list, like I said, so please put in a good word for us next time you get the I will mention together. Okay. Uh, awesome. Appreciate it. And enjoy the beer. Thank you. Enjoy, I mean, we'll put this podcast out probably mm-hmm. well as you're listening to it, so you don't really need to hear me talk about it. So, <laughs> God damn it, I forget that sometimes. This isn't broadcasted. <laughs> and, and we and we should also mention you are going to be present at Salt Lake Comic Con, yeah, which we'll, is happening at the end of this yeah, month. Yeah, all the all the Geek Show guys, mm-hmm. myself, 
We're going to be on various panels uh, throughout Comic-Con. We're still mm-hmm. getting the schedule put together. But Geek Show mm-hmm. is doing a live recording Saturday night at 6 at the con. Mm-hmm. And then at 8.30 that same night, Saturday night, we're going to do two live shows for free at 50 West. So there will be yeah. beverages. Mm-hmm. We're 21 gonna, and older. We're going to videotape those. It will mm-hmm. be free to get in. And uh, we'll vid- if you can't make it, we'd love you there. But if you can't make it, we'll throw those up on the website, the video of those on geekshowpodcast.com. Carrie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, we guys. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. And to the listeners out there, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll catch you next week with a new episode. And until then, have a good week. Bye. Night, everybody.
Breaking Bad, the lyric goes, uh, I've got a perfect body, but sometimes I forget. I've got a perfect body because my eyelashes catch my sweat. And I'm like, fuck. Sweat, sweat. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Like, <laughs> Wait, your eyelashes are supposed to do that? Uh, yes. Well, unless you have alopecia. What kind, then... of, what kind of fucking defective eyelashes do I have? <laughs> your lineage was obviously not meant to God. procreate. Yeah, I'm going to write a song about my body. It's called, I Could Fucking Do It Better. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck designed this piece of shit? <laughs> Intelligent designer. Uh, 